Everybody, are we on? I think so. I hope so. We'll find out. I'm sure if we're not, they'll tell us. <laughs> Hello, will let us know. Hello, and thank you for joining us for session one of Yuma Station, a Traveler 2.0 actual play on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. I am Bill, the GM or story keeper, or I think a traveler. It's called the referee. It's a little weird. Uh, but no matter what the name, I have the distinct privilege and charge of coming up with interesting situations and challenges for our lovely cast. So uh, without further preamble, let's go around the virtual tabletop and have everyone introduce themselves and their characters, at least what you know about them. I was going to go in alphabetical order by your first name. How good are you at your alphabet, people? Your real first name. Who would be first? I think it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I can say the alphabet backwards. I don't know it forwards. Um, hi, I'm Clara, and I'm playing uh, Blue Lynn Wallace. The um, ac- I got psionic when we did these roles. Traveler is random, and I love it, and I kind of hate it. So that's happening now. I I don't. We haven't started playing. I have nothing to say about this character. That's right. It's gonna it's gonna happen. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Who would be next alphabetically by first name? Uh, that would be me, as I fiddle with my audio. It said Kadave. That's what yes. threw me off. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. Oh, come on. He said your real name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to go. Your real name? Kadave. 
Kadave? Anyway, I am Kadave, uh, and I'll be playing Benjamin Lister, a famous vlogger of conspiracies and seeker of truths. Excellent. Who's next? I think that's me. Yes. Good job. Hey. We, are, we are so good. We know our alphabet. I'm so you know, proud of yeah. us. Most of it. Most of it. Hi, y'all. <laughs> uh, they hold them here, and I am playing Miles, a uh, former naval officer and engineer who is from a very fancy family. Well, fancy. Uh, and last but not least, it's me. I'm Sam. Uh, confusingly, I am playing Sal, short for Salamander who is an assassin of some renown, retired. Um, don't call her Sally. You will die. <laughs> that, that is a good, a good tip for us all to know. Yes. <laughs> so uh, our last section was character generation. I don't know if there's really a lot of synopsis to go through. Uh, we would encourage you, if you'd like to see how we got to where we're starting from, to go back and on the YouTubes, or the Twitches, or the wherever you uh, view or listen to our Happy Jacks content to check out the character gen session. Um, there was many interesting twists and turns. And as I find with Traveler, uh, a lot of happy accidents that uh, actually all seem to work and make sense somehow. It's a little strange how that always happens. Uh, so I wanted to just jump right into this session by spending a little time with each of you in turn talking about how each of you got from where you left what you were comfortably doing to arriving at Yuma Station. And I'm just going to start. And uh, Dave, if you're secure enough on the stream, can we start with you? Uh, sure. You, uh, I'll set up. Great. I think so uh, as we left off, you were involved in some sort of scandal. And I believe that you purposely buried a story to protect an old compatriot's betrayal that kept her out of some public accusation. Yes. So who was that? Who was that old friend? Who's also at the table in case you don't remember. I do remember. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it was Sal. Um, <laughs> the, um, the reason for that was uh, she had done me a solid uh, in getting one of my big stories uh, in the past. And in this case, I got um, I got the information that was going to basically, I, I think it was gonna, like somebody got your info and was going to out you mm -hmm. for several things. And instead of my usual level of transparency with my audience that story just kind of got shuffled to the bottom of the pile um and as i recall the the um legitimate journalistic community found out that you buried this story and that brought into question a lot of your previous more mainstream work absolutely uh, yeah and and has uh kind of driven you from being able to actually work for a legitimate hollow news. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I figure I lost my like affiliates, right. You know, I, I probably had, you know, I wrote in op-eds and I wrote stuff for various news outlets. 
I was probably one of those guys that like CNN or they, you know whatever calls when they need a panelist for some random story. Like I was one of those guys, like expert on whatever weird topic we need today. Uh, and now I don't get those calls anymore. Uh, but I've kind of shifted to doing my own self-publishing only and, and kind of trying to make my way back into the mainstream as well. And in fact, you're, you have a very high social, as I recall. I do, yes. You I are 12. Yes, you are quite well known. Uh, I would imagine some of that might be for your previous work, uh, appearing as, this, uh, as experts, uh, you know, an expert opinion or, or showing off that level of knowledge that you've gained, especially in areas of your early education, for which you do still maintain a level of renown. But I think a lot of that has come um, in the last couple of years because you run your own your own cast. Yes. It's become quite popular, I believe. Which, to, to talk about that a little bit, I think that's a, a fascinating piece ah, of information well, uh, to be sharing. So uh, I, uh, I, I run I, – now I've – completely forgotten again the the lister log i think i called it <laughs> yeah uh that is uh, a weekly vlog type of hollow thing that i publish on my own website for lack of a better term um that uh i i commonly refer to all of the followers as listerines <laughs> uh as it's the lister log um where i i try and dig up a story every week and give it sort of that YouTube personality sort of a spin on on here's this random news article and here's what we're going to talk. Sometimes it's reactions, right? Like sometimes it's, I, you know, somebody else broke a story and now we're going to talk about it in terms of how that relates to Bigfoot. Your space uh, Philip DeFranco is what I'm hearing. Yeah, I, well, I, I like... In my head, I'm very angled towards, like, Space Art Bell, like, coast-to-coast -coast AM, kind of, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, there's, there's space ghosts, um, and, and, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's, there's extraterrestrials out there, we just haven't found them yet, I mean, the, the universe is far too large to just be empty, right, like, there's gotta be something out there, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, some weeks we talk about the whole concept of, uh, you know, the singularity and the reason why we haven't found other extraterrestrials is like there's a vast AI out there that's like, no, we have to stop these biologicals from taking up resources before the heat death of the universe. Um, but uh, so you know, we we cover all of those topics. And uh, if if you were going to try to put uh, in someone's mind what Benjamin looks like, if you were somebody playing Benjamin uh, on the TV show, who would that be? I, I like I like to do that. I stole that um, from Jason. I'll admit because uh, he does it all the time, and I, I think it's actually really cool. It's kind of help frame a little bit of of what the character may look like. Uh, so I went with the best choice I could come up with for in my head, anyway, as. The History Channel ancient aliens guy with the tall <laughs> hair, right? Um, kind of colorful shirts, because that's a me thing anyway. Uh, this is probably one of my more subdued shirts that I have. I actually, for tonight, I should have picked a different one. Um, <laughs> but uh, wears, 
you know, you often see like various crystals on necklaces of various or, to re, various planet origins, you know, and that kind of um that kind of, you know, just a little bit out there personality-wise, but like a guy that you don't forget because that works. And why are you, why did you come to Yuma Station? What brought you this far out to the edge of known space? Uh, there's a much greater chance of actually encountering something interesting out here. And I'm still a little freaked out about the fact that, like, uh, you know, somebody came after me, right? Like, oh, I got too close true. to a story. Somebody broke into my condo uh, at some point, and so you know, I packed up, I grabbed my go bag, and and off I went to try and stay one step ahead of whoever might have bad intentions. And do you have any idea who that might be? Who was the story about? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, I published lots of stories. I, I don't know who could have could could have taken offense on a given week um but uh you know since then i i i have procured myself a semi-legal stunner that i keep on myself to be ready because i you know i've i've adopted the wild bill hickok advice of like never sit with your back to the door when i go into a bar or a restaurant that kind of thing i'm that guy that's always like shown to a table and i go "Mm, can i sit over there would that be okay and they're always annoyed because i'm ruining somebody's stations um but that's the way it goes excellent so i'm gonna go over to sam now and uh when you you had a, a a fairly comfortable and lucrative career uh i did well, the indelicate term would be assassin. I don't know if that's, you know, the accepted way of speaking about it. Obstacle remover. Um, <laughs> you know, whatever. As long as you're paying me, I don't care what, what you call it. Um, but yeah, it was a pretty lucrative career. And then, uh, unfortunately, uh, one of my rivals uh, became tired of living in my shadow, I guess um and betrayed me uh tried to out me as an assassin give away my identity uh to some local authorities luckily uh benjamin was there to quash that story so it didn't get too far but far enough that i had to retire uh my cover was a little bit blown so and so uh this this person had you you had you worked with them before were they someone, if they were tired of living in your shadow, what was your kind of relationship with uh, with this individual? Yeah, they were a little bit newer to um, assassinating, um, working for the same, uh, one of the same crime syndicates I worked for a lot, one of my best customers. Um, and I guess they just wanted to make a name for themselves with me out of the way. So, you know, uh, I was kind of mad, but also a little impressed. Right. So uh, that was, I think, was one of the things like, are they an enemy? Are they a rival? Hard to say. I'm going to say with rival, maybe a dash of enemy. It's going to really depend on the mood when I see them next time. And if uh, to, to play the who uh, who plays you in the in the TV series, um, if someone was thinking about what 
uh, Sal might look like, who would you, who would you be choosing? Um, in, in the movie version of Yuma Station, uh, Sal would be played by Rooney Mara. Ah, very cool. And um, so, how now? Obviously, you're uh, you're you're kind of working working cover is blown a bit, and um, that's going to lead you to leave where you were. What made you choose Yuma Station as a destination? Um, it's pretty much the opposite end of the. <laughs> known universe so that's about as far away as i like it get and uh it might be some good work out here i've heard there's some pretty uh possibly some lucrative items people might want um protection while they try and acquire or you know my skills might become valuable we'll see all right super cool i love it uh let's jump to i had a whole list and everything um, let's jump over to Jay. Hello. So when you were, um, you had, a, you had a fine naval career going and then you were severely injured in an action. That's right. So, uh, so what happened? What injury did you suffer? Was it on a station? Was it on a ship? What, um, what, what happened there? Uh, I, I think it was on a ship. Um, and, you know, we talked last week about this time when I, uh, we were facing off against, uh, an enemy. So I, th- I think it was some pirates, uh, a pirate ship. Um, and, uh, it was a very, very, uh, pitched battle. Uh, and at, at a certain point, both ships were pretty, pretty injured and mine was, uh, as well. Um, and at that point, you know, just due to the damage, I'd sort of, uh, found myself on holding the con, um, despite my sort of injuries. Uh, and the other ship indicated they wished to surrender. And I said, let's not do that. Uh, and fired on them again. Uh, leading to some enmity between us. And I think in that, in that, uh, uh exchange, uh, I suffered, uh, a loss of my leg, one of my hmm. legs. So uh, the um, the Navy, of course, would would take care of that. There's enough technology available mm-hmm. to uh, give you a prosthetic that doesn't yep. really uh, operate much less differently yep. than your actual leg. It took you some time in rehab to figure out how to use yep. the neural interfacing. Yep. Um, it's it's nothing superhuman. It's not like a you know an mm-hmm. upgradable combat implant, but serves very well. Do you have any lingering effects from that? Um, I mean, I've got a lot of PTSD from that battle. I uh, was a little shaky, um, you know, uh, a little, a little twitchy, maybe, um, and certainly, uh, uh, you know. Uh, but other than that, I think you know, physically, I think there's a little, uh, maybe a little uh, a psychosomatic action of you know, walking with a cane, mm. even though it's un, uh, walking stick at this point, even though it's unnecessary. And did you? Uh, and so, not only did you come out of that with. Uh, some injuries that uh, you're still kind of working through to some degree. You, you made some enemies, I think as well. Yes. Uh, A couple of the pirates, uh, three of them made it out uh, from their damaged ship. uh, And I've spread it around that there's a bit of maybe a bounty on my head, or at the very least they're, they're willing to beat me up. Uh, Hmm. Let's say, yeah, meet me in the parking lot next time they see me. (laughs) Yes, they're uh, and they all have their their different reasons, which 
Yep. Uh, you, you you may or may not be aware of. Have you have you had a run in with them since uh, that occurred? Not so far. No, no, not recently. Okay. In the relatively recent past, so I've just sort right. of recently mustered out um, and gone to my life of retirement. And uh, and so you're tell me a little about your family. You're you're very well known. Yes. Well, my family is very well known. I'm a little bit of the black sheep of my family. Mm. Uh, I come from uh, the Manning family is a a long and storied sort of tradition of naval uh, and military families. You know, there's a couple of Secretary of Defenses uh, in the the family tree there going back, a few naval secretaries. Uh, I could not get into the Naval Academy. Um, There's a little bit of a tragedy that's sort of associated with that 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 bought me some cred in that uh, I was uh, on a, a trip with my parents and uh, due to a catastrophic failure, just an accident, nothing nefarious, at least as far as I know. Um, the ship was destroyed and they were killed. Uh, and I wound up on a pleasure cruise on a, not a pleasure cruise, but on a pleasure ship, um, mm-hmm. stowing away there. Uh, and that's where I first learned sort of engineering and, and flying. Um, and so, you know, after I was brought back, I was raised by my grandparents who were much older, uh, and are still alive on sort of a family reserve on one of the greener planets, mm-hmm. um, a planet mostly of old people. Uh, and so that's where I, I grew up until I, I left and did join the Navy. I didn't get into the Academy, but I enlisted because there was really no other option um, for the family. That's the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, I, I worked my way up ranked. I earned my commission and all of that. Um, but I'm certainly not going back there. So you're not going back there. You have a, a, a rich and storied family history. Mm-hmm. What would bring you out to the edge of space to Yuma Station? Uh, I'm here to buy a ship. I came all of this way. I've got uh, a couple of shares in a ship or a couple of shares to sort of trade for a ship. And I'm, I'm just looking, looking for a ship to, I want to get back into space. Uh, so trying to, trying to find a ship to, to buy essentially or, or a ship to, to trade in my shares and join up. And I, and I kind of imagine that you may have, you may have heard that there's, there, there's a, a ship out this way that could could actually be something you might be able to get into because ships are incredibly expensive, especially new ones. Um, So finding a bargain, like you're willing to, you know, to take, to to take a long trip um, to to find a big bargain. And you've heard rumors of, of a pretty deep discount. Exactly. And an older ship, which is fine by me, but just someone, because yeah, I I do, I like engineering and keeping, keeping ships afloat. So, uh, uh, I'm willing to do that work, but I just, yeah, wanted to be far from sort of the political world. Um, yeah, I've got my connections and I can make some calls, but it's just, I don't want to, uh, get into that. And uh, for people at home to kind of and us to wrap their heads around what uh, what Manning might look like, um, what is who is the actor that would portray Miles? Um, uh, Winston Duke. Very nice. Fox and Black Panther fame. And uh, yeah, it's great. The the thing that's great is I for my uh, I do everything in OneNote to run <laughs> everything, and so I grab pictures of everybody, and it's always fun to find like what do I what I think is a. Mm-hmm. an image of them. And um, obviously there's a lot of like amazing 
Black Panther images, yep. but I found this particular GQ photo shoot. And I was like, I think he's more the, the GQ version, a little um, bit. you know, a little bit, a little bit, you know, he can yeah. still throw down, but yeah. he, he, he is used to nicer things probably. That's true. Yeah, no, definitely used to the finer things, but also like, you know, he carries a little bit of the, the black sheepness of it and a little bit mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, I don't want to trading on my family's name and being more involved in my family comes with a lot of obligations. Mm. And a lot of expectations that I would rather not be entangled in. Um, that's another reason why coming all this way to find a kind of uh, a fixer upper ship uh, mm-hmm. was appealing. Mm. Excellent. And uh, Clara, so Blue, I believe, started with a naval career. Yeah. Um, she started with, uh, from a, like a mining planet. She sort of was like, I'm getting off the planet. I really don't care how, and managed to test into the Naval Academy, uh, with the idea that she wanted to fly, but wasn't sure what Naval Academy meant because Clara doesn't do that, know how that works. Um, so like a lot of kids use the military to get out and just happened to be, uh, have the scores to get through the academy um, and had a decent career as a, as a, as an officer for, I want to say eight years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, had, I, I'm calling it psionic puberty. <laughs> That's what we're going with. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, yeah. What, what do you think? <laughs> what, what happened? What happened that triggered your psionic awakening? Oh, um, I, I kind of, I'm, hmm. I kind of want to say that it's always been happening. Like she's always been a little bit like clairvoyant and a little bit uh, like the two that I ended up uh, rolling for stronger than I ended up rolling all four, uh, four of the five abilities mm-hmm. uh, manifesting, but the two that are stronger are clairvoyance and uh, awareness. So that seems like something that just, if you were training and you wanted to be a pilot, that stuff would just start coming forward. But I think there was, um, I I, want, I was I know, what's the word I'm looking for? There may have been a small battle or something. Mm-hmm. Even though I think there's they were it's supposed to be a fairly chill unit they were with. Um, yeah, you were with like a patrol unit. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just pretty a chill, unit. but you know, there's always there's always things that happen. You know, there, it might have even been you have to go check out an anomaly, right? Yeah. But it seems like at some point you got into a bit of danger while you were piloting a smaller craft. Yeah, and it was just sort of a when push comes to shove, uh, parts parts the adrenaline unlocks things that you never realized you could do. So uh, she was able to, uh, and since then she like, uh, and so that was unlocked. And then um, in in being checked up on later, they were like, some of the stuff you did shouldn't be possible. Like, yes, I, <laughs> like, I think that that the um, the GNI, which is the Galactic Naval Intelligence. Yeah. Um, unit heard some reports, uh, read your log, you know, the, uh, psionics are, are rare, but not unheard of. Um, and the military forces and in particular intelligence organizations and the different arms of the military, uh, take a, a high degree of interest when someone may exhibit these powers. And so, uh, I think you w- would have been approached by, 
um, a commander in the GNI and offered you the opportunity to undergo training to basically change your your specification and no longer be a pilot specifically, but why don't you come on over to intelligence and we can help you hone those skills. Yeah. And that was sort of her like, well, I guess like, I feel like she doesn't again, like uh, also, Oh, and this I think showed up during the back uh, during the first um, uh, her first two years in the Navy, I think leaving the mining colony, which has is very much about like being um, close knit with your family and stuff being so committed to leaving there was a death in the family and she was kind of left out of the will, but I think Mm. it's more that she just doesn't have a good relationship with her family anyway. Mm. So having anyone in authority be like, Hey, we like you. She's like, yes, (laughs) I'm going to do this thing now. (laughs) Well, that's that. Yes. That's really interesting. I I think probably that this uh, commander, uh, commander Forgrave, I was going to give him a name um, was, was a bit of a father figure. Yeah, you and 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 showed you interest and really worked with you, um, you know, and in you, I, I, as I recall, you were like a very you're very book smart as well. Growing up on this mining colony, a lot of, you know, hard scrabble workers, you were more interested in reading. Um, You know, you got into the Naval Academy. You've always been a bit of a outsider in that way. And here, uh, you know, Commander Forgrave was very much interested in that and pushed you. Uh, and I, and I think really became, uh, an influential part of your, your career in the GNI. Um, and then kind of started asking you to do things that started making you think a little differently. Yeah. I was going to say, it's a, it's kind of a shitty time when you develop a moral center about halfway through your career in a, in, in a psionic intelligence agency. Um, what had happened? I'm trying to go through my notes now. Yeah. I, I, well, first, first you were asked to, um, to locate, Mm. uh, someone who was getting a little too close to finding out things that, uh, the GNI was not interested in them learning or especially spreading, uh, about their operations. And so there was, uh, a journalist who was starting to put things out that, we're just not really copacetic with the GNI, not, not anything they wanted to have out there. And so uh, you were requested to help find this individual, which you did. And then I think you were a little surprised to learn that the GNI tried to do something about that individual. Mm-hmm. Mm. But and, actually I think we, esta- I think she saves his ass. Uh, well, she, she, well, so he saves, he, he gets away yeah, somehow. I right. Think and, got, I think he got warned. Yeah. And I think, and I, uh, what happens is that, um, and I'll, I'll do a little scene here, um, that you're, you're, you're in the character you're in that final four years, you're in like one of your, you know, you've been training for eight years now. You're really understanding your, your abilities and starting to push some of your limitations and commander Forgrave comes to you and, says, you know, your performance has been, has been quite good, you know, above adequate. And, and you've always fulfilled your mission parameters. Above adequate. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just funny. But, Passable. Great. Yeah. And, and when we had you looking for the journalist, you, you found the target. And, and you, you, you 
very clearly pinpointed where he was for us, but he managed to go into hiding. And, and unfortunately now he's, he's just too exposed for us to act. He's become a very fringe popular figure. Fortunately for us, that works in our favor. We believe if he actually revealed anything, no one with legitimacy would actually believe him. But however, I just, Blue, I've just really thought that if, if you could have, you know, somehow done more than just find him, it, it would have been a, a tidier outcome. And, and I think you've just sown such great potential that we'd like to move you to Sector 7. And you know that Sector 7 is where, at least you've heard the rumors, is where all the wet work happens. Oh, cool. I love this for us. And... He seems he seems very excited about it, uh, but I think that uh, that was rubbing rubbing up against your new uh, <laughs> creamy center of ethicalness in, yeah. a, in a way that wasn't quite so pleasing as as maybe he hoped it would be. And uh, and then you ran into then you uh, were contacted by an old friend who actually saw your. Uh, transfer papers mm-hmm. that was going to be moving you over and uh, and what did they do? Um, I actually did this. I did fill this out. I didn't fan cast it, but I did fill it out. Uh, Harper Sakar is an analyst, a uh, crypto analyst. Uh, so just someone who they push paperwork, they look at information, but they don't do any of the work themselves. <laughs> Uh, or they don't do anything um, terribly interesting beyond like uh, looking at information. Uh, came across the paperwork, uh, and and basically they knew and uh, they knew and Blue knew that Sector Seven is not something that Blue wanted to start working towards. And frankly, no one should have that kind of power. Um, so they were able to coordinate, I want to say a mistransfer for lack of a better phrase. Um, basic one of those like, Oh, well you're supposed to go, you're supposed to leave here and take this ship to go to this area. And she was just able to walk onto the wrong ship and the paperwork. It, it was basically paperwork foo, admin foo to get <laughs> her off planet um, and she's been AWOL since, uh, sort of just walking away casually. <laughs> so, uh, no fun explosions, no scary, no cool espionage <laughs> escapes, just sort of a, like, we may have misplaced an asset. Hmm. And, uh, and so what is it that, uh, that brings blue to Yuma station? Well, um, actually after getting out, after leaving, uh, she sort of, uh, I think Harper connected her with a friend of a friend who connected her with a friend of a friend um, and managed to get her in contact with someone <laughs> with um, an ex- uh, she fi- she was able to get in contact with an exotic animal uh, trainer and dealer, uh, which was sort of a side business to um, an attempt to make hallucinogenic toads. <laughs> Like large amounts of LSD laden toads. Amazing. <laughs> and and um, 
Scions, uh, one of the things they can do is telepathy, which is basically handle animal. So Blue is good with animals, and she's good with ships, and she ran those guys back, and she ran them back and forth for a little while, um, and was in contact with, uh, and um, they worked in contact with the smuggler, who was finally like, you know, Yuma Station's about as far as you can get, and it may be worth, if you want to, you know, set up some independence on your own, you may want to head that way. Um, the smuggler I actually wrote in this, I don't know if it's in your notes if I added them, but, um, they were the kind of smuggler who only had access to large amounts of useless shit until this exotic animal shows up, uh, animal dealer shows up. So it was like, you know, crates and crates of, uh, slammers for pogs and stuff. Right. Like real bullshit. Right. A, A huge, vast amount of stuff that really probably nobody wants. Yeah, and then he acquired hallucinogenic toads. So excellent. I don't know what happened here. I think I had a fever at the point that I was writing some of this. But do you, do you uh, think that? Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that uh, as you arrive at Yuma Station, you're they're they're kind of dropping you off there, right? And yeah. you're you're probably uh, you may be helping conclude a helping conclude a deal. Uh, that for for a toad shipment uh but uh this is this is where you're gonna get left it's where you get dropped off um you know you've got uh you you have a a reasonable amount uh of of money with you certainly um you've made these great contacts um and in fact you you've uh you know managed to also uh keep a you know a fairly large um tradable investment against uh against some ships yeah ship i'm shares. astounded i left the navy even though i sort of went awol with as much stuff as i left with. yeah well i mean a lot of that came a lot of that came when you actually left the navy before That's you true. went into the the, the gni the psych war um so that was sitting there for you and you know there uh you've you've gotten good enough that when you needed money you can reroute it through different areas to kind of keep people off your track uh, but Yuma Station provides, I think, for everyone, uh, and a, a place full of opportunity far off the beaten path, um, which seems to be, for most people, an important thing. So when you arrive, um, there is a bit of a holdup at, uh, at, at Customs and Goods uh, in the docking bay at Yuma Station that you're in. Uh, it appears that there's... Uh, uh, a big backup of people waiting to get onto the station. Um, everyone's kind of milling around and uh, you see someone that you recognize. Someone you haven't seen in quite a few years, uh, but you're pretty sure that might be, well, at the time he was just enlisted a crewman who worked on your ship on your small craft when you served together you went through boot camp together and served together but oh my gosh you were you know in your 20s you know when you early 20s um, when you saw them but you're you're pretty sure you might see miles here in queue to get in the line hmm you ever do that thing where you see someone you know from like you're not and you're not sure where so you stare at them and then you don't and then you do again (laughs) Oh, and I forgot. I'm sorry. Um, who's playing? Who's playing you in the TV show? 
Uh, Blue is played by Grace Park. Uh, if Grace Park was thoroughly committed to dressing like a sock. <laughs> like, I, I cannot have, I have a five social. So like, I would let Blue wants to be as invisible as possible. Mm. So mm-hmm. yeah, just like, you know, real, real comfy, like, and maybe a little gross, <laughs> but mostly, mostly uh, comfy. Excellent. There's nothing wrong with traveling comfy. Thoroughly mm-hmm. committed. Just- so, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. So, you were saying you see you see Miles. You're pretty sure. I don't know if I would ever want to talk to you right now. <laughs> and uh, and initially, he's he's almost at the front of the line. And you've just arrived, and it is a long queue. I hate you. <laughs> <sighs> all right, all right, all right. Um. Just gonna walk up real casual like like nothing has ever happened ever no one's looking for you uh and give him a tap on the shoulder mm-hmm. miles blue hey oh my gosh it's it's been so long it has been it has been you're weird seeing you yeah, all yeah. the way all the way out here yeah no yeah um, i didn't expect to see you here yeah no uh, you're, what, you're hanging out, you're trying to get into, into Yeah, this? yeah, I just got off the shuttle, I, I'm, I'm, I'm here looking at a, a ship or two. Oh, fancy that, I'm looking for a ship as well. Um, weird question for you, could you just, um, could, sorry, there's just like a little light problem, and she sort of like takes him and sort of starts moving him <laughs> so she can kind of switch places with him in line. <laughs> like, what? just move it. No, I, you- no, sorry, just the light's a little uncomfortable. There we go. <laughs> anyway, um... Do you want to just yeah. go through with me? Yeah, I. Oh, yeah, sure. Actually, that'd be awesome. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. No. No problem. This. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, that's fine. Do the groans from all the people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, I'm holding my spot. Thank come you so on. much for holding my spot, my my good friend, who I definitely asked to hold my spot while I was going to the bathroom. <laughs> no one's believing this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, shut up. <laughs> it doesn't matter, Blue. It doesn't matter. It's fine. Thank you. I. Honestly, I I feel like I haven't seen you since, uh, gosh, it must have been like eight years ago. What? I don't know. Maybe longer. I mean, since our time on the uh, on the Pegasus, you know, that was a that was a good ship, good times. It really was. Do you? This is a weird question. Do you remember when we were leaving? Do you remember? Never mind. My brain's completely turned. Oh, forgotten. You said you're looking okay. for a ship. Yes. Yep. I, I came out here. Uh, you know, uh, mustered out a, a f- couple of months back, and just figured I'd, I don't know, see if I could buy up a share in a ship or two, and uh, take it, uh, take it out. I thought you'd never leave the leave the navy. Uh, well, you know, uh, we tangled with some pirates, and. It didn't work out well for them, but it didn't work out well for me either. So here we are. Oh, well, I'm sorry that. Eh, it's okay. It's okay. You know, it's, uh, it's more time to explore. Yes. Yes. Totally. Um, <laughs> actually, I, I, I'm looking. I'm in the market for a ship. I. Oh. That's exactly what I need right now. All right. Are you got a, any destination in particular in mind, or? Absolutely not. Well, that's music to my ears. I mean, if you're looking for a ship and I'm looking for a ship, I mean, I only have three shares, but 
but if we we sort of uh, I think I have two. I think we can. I mean, I, they're they're incredibly expensive. I was yeah. fully expecting to get a piece of crap. I mean, I wasn't expecting to get the nicest ship, but you know, I don't mind. So you know me, I don't mind crawling around inside the engine and doing some work. So yeah, and let's take a look. I've got a, a couple of listings here. Let's uh, let's take ourselves down to the dry dock and see see if there's anything that strikes your fancy. Awesome. Um, we've got, have we gotten through? Do we have to, ha- do we have to lie to So, no, yeah, you're, you're <laughs> physical, and the yeah. guys are, I'm really sorry, I'm really sorry, things are incredibly backed up today, we have no, an awful not. lot of people coming in, and, um, no if I, I this thing, just let me check your, your papers here, that's fine, yes, mm, all right, let me see here, all right, yeah, yep, sorry about that. Uh, do you have anything to declare, anything no. that no. I should know about, because if I go through your bag and find it, that's not going to be good for you, I'm just saying... Nope. Nope. <laughs> Blue wonders if her like bag is gonna it's gonna croak. It doesn't. <laughs> they get like, out all the time. And he and he's like, oh, hmm, well, I really I really should probably do some spot inspection and hear people like, oh, oh my god, would you please just let them through? I can't believe it. People are complaining and they're like, uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust you because yeah. you look like you look like nice upstanding people to me. So, uh, please enjoy your stay on Yuma Station. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, you two head to the dry docks. Mm-hmm. Sal, where do you hang out during the day? You've been at Yuma Station for a couple of weeks. What is your What does your um, typical day look like? She probably hangs out, um, like, what's around the dry docks? Are there any? I mean, yeah, the, the, the station has got, um, uh, it, it has an area that is, is, I mean, if you think about it, it's, it's almost laid out a bit like an old West town. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you know, but it's a space station. Um, so you've got an area that's got, you know, got mercantile, that there's shops, restaurants, bars. Um, there's, uh, an area where, uh, ships that come in that are letting off passengers, um, will come in. It's also mm-hmm. got, um, uh, the dry docks are basically where people are, have brought in cargo and, and dropped it off. Um, so there's uh, at times uh, where a lot of shipping occurs as well. So around the dry docks itself, um, there are people that are, you know, putting together, uh, putting together trips uh, back more forward um, mm-hmm. or are arranging things to take down in the mining colony Um but that's basically the, the dry docks itself is where ships come in, ships go out, um, where things get loaded, right, and dropped off. Um, so there, it's, it's somewhat busy uh, in terms uh, of people that are in the business of trade itself, right? If they're, if they're there moving, moving lots of goods, that's probably where they're doing it from. Um, people that are coming as passengers come in through the entrance port. Um, around, mm-hmm. that, around that area... Um, in the dry docks is uh, a little more of the uh, if there if you could make a segregation of a blue collar part of the station that's where it would be. Um, okay. uh, there really isn't a high end part of the station. Um, there are the uh, administration areas, and there's definitely a segregation um, along the levels of the station. Kind of the the higher up the station, and the closer you get to uh, the main control disc area. Um, and the ring, you get to administration. That's where, uh, like, the marshal's office is. That's where the station 
station master is um, and kind of the people that are there, like the megacorp representatives are there because each of the megacorps uh, is represented. The top seven megacorps are represented on the station. Um, so that's where you would go for like those kinds of administrative offices. The further mm-hmm. you go down is where you start getting into um, the further, the further down the station down towards kind of the, the bottom of it, which is where the big communications hub is. Um, and you think about it, it's kind of got, it's round at the top and then comes down and goes down almost like a ice cream cone, right? And it comes down and the bottom is the big communications array, which not only is obviously how they communicate with uh, the mining planet and the colony down there, but that's how they can do any of their um, within system communications. Um, a little note about Traveler is there's not instantaneous communication between sectors. You actually have to use these things called X-boats. So it's almost a bit like a Pony Express. Um, and so news doesn't always travel fast. Um, and you all would have either directly or indirectly had experience with the fact that at times that's a way to kind of stay ahead of what you've done or what other people have done. Um, is you, you can potentially move faster than the news at times. Um, so there's not that, um, that instantaneous communication, right? Where it's like, we're calling, we're calling Terra. It's like, if you wanted to try to get a message back to earth, it could take you months and months to do that. Um, and there's, uh, the other thing that is outside the station, um, is that there is early construction on a jump ring. So there's two ways that, tri- that ships travel. Um, there is with their own jump drives. Um, right now, the furthest a ship can go by itself is jump two, which means two sectors um, on basically a load of fuel. Um, you always want to be going somewhere where you know there's fuel. If you can, that can either be refined fuel. Um, the station also um, sells refined fuel. They have a, a refinery um, on the station. Uh, and, or you can find a gas giant if your ship has scoops on it. And then your um, you can, there's all the ships have, uh, that have scoops have internal processors. It just takes a while to turn the, the, the hydrogen gas into, uh, into usable fuel. So the way people though, get around farther distances than that is through jump gates. Um, they're massive rings, um, that are, uh, somewhat expensive to use. Um, and they are all regulated by, uh, by the like galactic confederation. So there is a central government that goes across all of the Terran colonies, um, and worlds. Um, it, it doesn't really do a lot. It never feels oppressive, but there are a few things that it cares a lot about. One of those are the jump gates because any massive amounts of travel or trade um, all the megacorps use jump gates and all of those are regulated. And of course, the majority of the fees from using those go to the central government. So that's their big thing. Um, it is, it is almost impossible to sneak through a jump gate. You kind of just, you can't, you can't just use them. So you find that they tend to be mostly used for, um, legitimate travel, long haul trade. Um, megacorps moving large amounts of materials for building sites, right? Like all of the components for Yuma Station would have brought out, would have been long hauled out on a series of far traders to get there. Um, but now they're trying to build a jump gate so they can actually tie in this kind of edge of the, the known galaxy, the known, the known space 
to more of the core. So that is all part of the background where there's then also um, there have been an influx of construction workers that um, that live on Yuma Station now. And it's actually kind of full. Um, kind of the population of, of Yuma goes up and down, uh, but it's it's pretty pretty stacked right now because there's a lot of people that have been brought out to work on the ring and they haven't actually built um, extant living quarters yet. So all of them are having to find a location on the station um, to live. And uh, then there's also uh, then just a lot of people that have come through on uh, kind of the persistent rumors that have started that there's there's got to be some good stuff out here, right? It's kind of like the expansion, not only for trying to find new uh, large-scale business opportunities like the Mining Planet, right, which is run by one of the megacorps, um, but things that anybody with a ship and some grit could go find. So there's a good influx of, for lack of a better word, adventure seekers, right, travelers that are out here trying to find something that no one else has found because who knows what's out. You're kind of on the edge of known space. So around the dry dock area, um, you've got a a, a reasonable amount of traffic. Most of it is centered around the trade that's happening. Um, But there's also, because it's a a hub where there's a lot of work, you've got, you know, things that are, that um, you would see around. So like places to eat, places to get a drink, um, you know, those kinds of facilities as well as just the in and out of shipping and probably a couple of, uh, of larger shipping companies have offices there. Cool. So I think Sal probably splits her time between like the bar area and the docks. Cause, um, since she's been here a little while, she's kind of established herself as a chaperone for some of these, uh, adventurous types who are trying to make a go of it out on here on the fringes. Um, you know, it's, dangerous out here and you got some nice looking goods there be shame if something happened to them so you might want to hire some muscle (laughs) to uh protect it for you and there are there are a couple of other um smaller like there's there's always trips down to the colony right Mm -hmm. that are happening um there's people that are kind of going out and saying like yeah we're gonna we're gonna do a jump and we're just going to go see, you know, we're going to kind of do a, a, a blind jump, but they've got jump two engines. So they're going to go jump one because they don't know what they're going to find there. And then they can always just jump back if there's no fuel, mm-hmm. right? Um, that's the safe people that do that. So there's been a lot of um, kind of jump one exploration that people are doing, um, cool. you know, hopefully trying to find a stake and claim. Sometimes they don't know what they're going to find out there. You know, maybe there's not a lot of people really think there's, it's not really aliens because look how long we've been out here, right? Um, regardless of what that 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 guy says, that Lister guy who you know, because people have people have caught his show and it's like, oh yeah, it's kind of amusing, it's interesting, but mm, but you don't know who else is going to be out there, right? That's Maybe true. looking to stake a claim. So uh, having someone who's uh, who's good in a fight uh, is mm-hmm. is always welcome. Um, so I would imagine you're probably. Uh, between jobs looking yeah. maybe you're looking for work yeah um, she's probably between jobs maybe like just got back from one and is just like hanging out chilling around the um the docks looking for her next uh mark i mean uh job and uh interestingly enough 
Uh, I won't quite get us into rolls yet. Mm-hmm. Rolling the dice quite yet. Um, but you, um, while you're keeping an eye out, you see someone um, that you that you recognize. Hmm. Um, and you're like, that looks, wait, is that, is that Miles? What would he be doing all the way out here? The last time you saw him, you had just met in the bar and what maybe started out with one of your usual adventures that happens at a bar kind of turned into like you guys just like kind of talking and it's actually pretty cool. It was actually pretty cool. And you kind of actually thought that you shared a common enemy, a common enemy. Exactly. Yeah. So you guys kind of bonded over that. And it's been a while. It's it's been a little while since you've seen him, like about four years. Yep. Yeah. I I remember that guy. I taught him to drink. That's right. That's right. Um, So she's like hanging out in the shadows. So nobody notices her Mm -hmm. um, like you do. Um, So I'm definitely going to wait until he like passes me a little bit and then just like suddenly appear next to him. And he's and he's and he's walking with somebody else. It looks like he's. Um, I'm assuming you, you two are probably chatting and catching up. Yep, yep. He's with some kind of schlumpily dressed. <laughs> looks like a human sock. I love it. This is, this is great. Yes. So I'm gonna just like fall into step on the opposite side from uh, sock lady uh, <laughs> on his other side and just wait for him to notice me. <laughs> wait, I... Sal. What's up, what's up, Miles? What are you doing here? This is getting, this is weird. Uh, I just ran into my friend Blue, and here you are. I, I'm, I'm here looking to, to buy into a ship. Uh, Blue and I were hmm. thinking about going in a, a, on a ship out here, looking, heading over to the dry dock. I, I got a couple of, uh, couple of ads, a couple of listings for some promising uh, vehicles. What are oh. you doing out here? Are you working? Uh, I'm working, but I'm not working, if you know what okay. I mean. Okay, yeah. No, I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I've uh, been here a little while. It's pretty fun. Um, been back and forth on some exploration missions, and uh, these adventurers are pretty soft. You know, you got to protect yeah. them. Yep. Um, but uh, I got a spare ship share laying oh. about. Um, well, now this is getting to be something, getting to be respectable. It'd be uh, interesting. Hey, Blue, it's nice to meet you. Uh, I'm Sal. Um, Blue. And uh, you can see she actually completely, like, starts going in on herself again uh, in the presence of another human. (laughs) Like, nope. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Cool. Cool. Uh, Blue, you know. Blue's great. Blue's great. Also, uh, human's not my thing. So... Just cool. Like, cool. Makes finger it's guns like, at the sock. They both do the. They both do like the introverted, like not touching you, refuse yep. to touch you. But hey. Yep. <laughs> so so yeah, uh, you guys could probably use a hand or a blade. Yeah, <laughs> no knives. <laughs> you don't need to show the knives right now, but yeah, yeah, always <laughs> happy. Sal, to, yeah. Does Sal's reputation precede her? Like, would we have heard, like, as a smuggler or whatever, you would have heard, like, nope, nothing, nothing I, I'm, about I'm guessing no. You, you tell me if that's different, though. <laughs> so your social is super low, right? 
which means not only oh, unknown, yeah. you're like yeah. mega. Okay, cool. In- intentionally unknown, like Jason Bourne levels of like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Random person, I don't know who it is. And how yeah. how is a, you don't notice her unless she wants you to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how's how's Sal dressed? Like, what is Sal's costuming? Um, it is extremely like aggressively nondescript. Yeah. Um, but like all like black and gray. Uh, but like not stark enough that she would stand out in a crowd just, and like hood layers. So like, if there's any sort of surveillance, you're not really going to get a good look at her. Mm. Um, like side, kind of side swept over the face hair a little bit, um, like really long sleeves. So you can't see any dis- distinguishing features whatsoever. Mm. Um, and just kind of like basically a shadow person. <laughs> <laughs> two socks got it yeah <laughs> smiles and two socks it's, it's yep. like a it's like a sock and a dress sock <laughs> comfy sock scary sock yes. <laughs> we're a pair yeah now i'm set oh my god so um yeah you're you're at the dry docks um you've got there is a couple of of ads you picked up mm-hmm. um off the off the web and um, or the net, what do we call it? The net. Um, and uh, as you as you check them out, they're you know they're they're pretty good, but they're pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. You're definitely all going to have to think about it if you're if you're actually in agreement of coming in together. Um, you know, ships uh, ships are priced in mega credits. And right. one, one mega credit is the same as one ship share, which is a million credits. Mm. So, um, you know, when you're finding ships, it's like, oh, this is a great deal. This ship's only only 53 mega credits. Oh. Right? It's like, ooh. And you can look at it and you recognize, oh, that's a, you know, that's, yep. a, that's actually a pretty good deal on a, on a used Corvette. Because normally new, that might be like eighty five. Like it's a pretty deep discount, but you know, um, and you can always find a bank to finance. Mm-hmm. I'd rather not owe money to people if we can avoid it as much as possible. Yeah. Do they have what's a what's a, we got what a what, we got seven credits here? Where's the yeah? Where's the where's the ten credits and under section <laughs> ship share? Right. So <laughs> you, do you ask do you, do you do you ask somebody that? Yeah, where's the where's the discount lane? Is there? A We're looking lane? for the shittiest thing you've got. We want to fix her up. So wait, so wait, so wait, seven, seven. Uh, I, I might have a ship's boat. You that's. I mean, maybe. Wow, seven. Did you want to actually go like into space? In this thing, did you want to like go outside the sector, or is this like for planetary? Are you, are you going to just do runs back and forth to the planet? Because that you, I probably could get you something. Mm. But uh, whoo, ah no, that's <laughs> yeah. Mm. These ship salesman seems like the worst kind of used car salesman. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, and so you kind of get. He was really excited to talk to you at first, and then yeah. <laughs> what you got here it was the whole like, oh, you know, let me um, let me go see if I can get one of my associates to work with you, who might have a you know more of a an understanding and specialization of the 
uh, the level of investment <laughs> you're looking to make mm-hmm. and and kind of walks off and you you wait for a few minutes and you're starting to maybe get the idea that nobody's going to come back over and talk to you mm-hmm. um but a, a a guy does sidle up to you and he says uh so i heard you're uh i heard you're looking for a ship yeah yeah we're looking for a ship um, but you don't have a lot to spend nope nope we we're don't not- have a lot to spend we're not looking to spend as much as some of these are worth. <laughs> well, I might be able to help you out. Now, I'm not going to try to put one over on you. This is not your top of the line ship. This is not something fresh mm-hmm. off of the production bay. This ship's, you know, it's it's got some... Some uh, some stellar miles on it. Okay, and uh, there there might be. Uh, can we, is there a place we can go talk about this if you're interested? I mean, it's a great deal, but I'm a little. It's such a good deal. I kind of don't want to talk about it, especially over here by, you know, the ship salesman's lot. The disrespectful assholes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, those guys. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. You want to buy? A, you want to buy us a drink? Yeah, I, you, I, I would. I would love to. I would love to buy you a drink. What a great yeah. idea! Why don't you stand us to a drink? All right, and um, you'll go to the bar. What's the What's the bar you frequent, Sal? Um, let's see. Uh, the Underbelly. That's our excellent. <laughs> um, yep. Yeah, so you, uh, I'm sure you you guide him towards the Underbelly. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, don't worry, uh, I know. I know the uh, the owner. I, he's nice now. I beat him up once or twice. Oh, oh well, that's okay. uh, that's a great way to to meet somebody. I suppose. Don't worry, he likes it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, as you come into the bar, um, playing up on the um, on the television, basically, mm-hmm. um, is the latest broadcast by uh, by Benjamin Lister, who um, has uh, a, a has just recently announced that he's uh, broadcasting from uh, a new, like, top-secret location. And he's going to be blowing the doors off of all kinds of stories. What's your, uh, what's your show about, Benjamin? What's this, what's this episode happening as they walk in? Uh, aggressive microbes on asteroids at the edge of civilized space. Oh. Uh, known... Let's see, what's a good... Like, space miner's lung? (laughs) Like, it's an ailment that... that, Like, it's not a common practice to, like, disinfect the outside of your suit when you come in from out, like, doing asteroid mining, right? So they, it has spread among people. It's, it's you know some people think it's tardigrades, right? Like angry tardigrades that live on the surface of these asteroids. But but no, I think it's a it's some kind of early microbial life that has adapted to live in certain asteroid environments that has caused this problem. Uh, and then like it it causes people to. 
once it gets into the system, it causes people to uh, get just massive sweats, like real gross. Like they just real shiny, real damp all the time, like moist people. I'm fully imagining this is what the the way you're describing it now is what the broadcast looks like, and it's like distressing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like just the moistness, guys. It's so gross. Don't just disinfect the suit when you come in. Just take a second, step into that little chemical shower, then take off the suit. You don't want it. You don't want it because you're gonna have to wear three t-shirts all the time. Like it's just. Terrible. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time is full of shit, but that one percent, man. So, so blue is that? Does that line up with anything that you've seen or experienced growing up on a mining world? I've met a lot of sweaty people. <laughs> See, that's why it's so hard to disprove. <laughs> she just like, like people that actually work hard for a living. They tend yeah. to actually be sweaty. <laughs> Blue just like like this man is incredibly entertaining and it's very fun to watch. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time he's full of shit, but that one percent gets you arrested. And there actually is kind of a little buzz around the bar of now this has sparked some conversation of people that have been like, oh yeah, you know, I was down on the planet and there's a hell of a lot of sweaty people down there. Like this guy might be, this could be a thing. He could be onto something. Mm-hmm. Don't look it up on the on the. Um, I wanted to say Google, but we, do we have to? <laughs> Don't look it up on the net. I feel like... Space Google. Space Google, Google yeah. Google. The psychosomatic uh, ailments are a real problem. <laughs> Definitely. So where do, you, um, where do you think that you do your broadcast from, Benjamin? Uh, I think I rent a little recording suite down by the transmitter array. Okay. Under, you know, like some... Asu- oops. Sorry. I popped up the chat for a second and it throws off the whole broadcast. So everybody Uh, got their face cut off for a second. Oh, no. Uh, But we're back now. Everything's fine. Nothing happened. Um, Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's it's almost like the place that you'd rent if you wanted to to do like a conference call back home kind of mm-hmm. thing like because obviously you're not making direct contact with other like back to earth or anything right right but like it's sort of a, a little soundproofed recording suite that has a nice camera set up and that kind of thing so you could record a video message to send to somebody serious like you know it, oh you have to report in for your corporate overlord or you really want to wish grandma a nice uh hollow happy birthday or you know that kind of thing right and then it gets recorded there, and then it gets put on a ship and sent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, then right. it transmits out and goes up from there. Like, on a delay, right? Like, right. I don't want anybody connecting the time that I'm in the suite to when it goes out. Right. Well, I, I'd imagine that the way things work is that you record it. It's on delay. It plays. Anyone who is in the sector would get it, right? At that yeah. time, then you probably have um, a distribution deal with um, some like traders that come through that will pick up your shows. You're like, great. And you're handing them. Yeah. 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 Uh, like, you know, on chip materials and saying like, Oh, yep, take this. And they take it. And then they get, um, 
like rebroadcast rights or something interesting. You've worked out some deals to be able to continue to distribute your information. It's all time delayed, which actually helps you, right? I mean, there are some places that are probably, you know, a couple of months behind or more on your show, but that's okay. Well, yeah, right? but I mean, there's nothing to be done about that. Right. right. It's just the way that it, that it goes out. Um, and it's probably would be very exciting if a jump gate gets built here, like when it finishes, which will be a while. Um, but because then, you know, if you can find a way to get your stuff on ships that are jumping, then it gets around. Speeds up the whole network. Right. It's around faster, um, which is probably something you had set up before you had to yeah, get, yeah. go back. And, There's and, probably and, like and an phone. official like hollow net broadcasting agency or something that right that does that kind of distribution network on their own but i've had to kind of set up my own since i got here right um uh, but you've you've you know started to get um uh you know a bit of a following the the good part about the delay is that no one's ever really sure if they're getting it live or not yeah yeah who knows um uh so uh, probably um it, it, I think it'd be a little interesting if, um, you know, you're at the underbelly while oh, yeah. the show watching the show, yeah, yeah. watching the show, seeing if people are reacting, you're getting some, yeah. you know, live feedback, yeah. clandestine feedback. <laughs> um, and I would imagine that while you're there, you, because Jay is the nexus of all things. <laughs> um, you see Miles, who you, who you saw just like, you know, like less than a year ago, like real recently, you guys kind of crossed paths and yeah, it was yeah. on, his, it was on an, another station and, and Miles was there with the Navy and you guys kind of, uh, both you, we talked about how you both, cause you have a high school, you kind of knew each other's reputations. Uh-huh. Like you met, um, I think Miles, you were trying out some of your acquired social carousing skills, attempting, uh, yeah, attempting, and you're like, oh, hey, this guy looks interesting, and you talked, and you're like, what? Well, you're that guy, and he was like, I've heard of your family, yep, led yeah, to yeah. Uh, good conversations, and uh, you see into the underbelly walks Miles, um, and. Holy crap, Sal, who you haven't seen for probably like 12 years. Yeah, I was going to say like a decade. Yeah. Yeah, like a decade. Though you've, and, and Sal, do you, do you know what Benjamin did? Or Benjamin, would you like, when? I might have sent like the, Time to get out, like time to go, kind of a message. Okay. Like, not specifically like, here's this information, here's what I'm doing, but more like, hey, um, seems like a lot of people might be on to you real soon, kind of. So you gave me a heads up. Cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And I, and I think you got it, but it was when you were already, like, it, like you were already leaving. I was like packing to leave. <laughs> right. Because like, things take a while to get there. Right. And, you know, and as soon as Benjamin sorted this out, he was like, oh man, I got to send something. But it, you know, he was like the next system over or something. It took like a week to get there, two weeks to get there. And you're like, oh, oh, wow. He thought of me. The, good thing this wasn't the only way I found out. <laughs> yeah. But, but he did. Um, so, yeah, there's, 
you know, um, you haven't, I mean, station's a big enough place where it's, it's not gigantic, but you've been spending most of your time in the hall suite. And I I think you've been going around different different bars. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Check out the different strata of the, the social structures of this, this place. But like in this place, I'm probably doing the, um, Vigo Mortensen style, like Lord of the Rings. Like I'm just kind of <laughs> over in a corner. Like I pick the darkest corner, and I'm just sitting there watching, you know, like drinking and mm, not You're making a big deal. Sitting at my table, then. <laughs> oh. Maybe yeah, that's fact, how this happened. Yeah, yeah. In fact, when you when you come in, Sal, there's a table you like to sit at, and there's somebody sitting at your table. I at my table. I have to stab. <laughs> and it's probably like a table for six. But, oh yeah, but like it's just me. Perfect. Right, because normally it's just you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You normally it's just down you. Sal probably got my name like carved into the table <laughs> on the back edge, so the yeah. serving staff <laughs> doesn't notice. And then, like yeah. some tally marks, you're like, "What are these?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> say people dates know- that went wrong, <laughs> or people dates that went right. Know. Right. <laughs> Everyone knows better than to sit at Sal's table because mm-hmm. you may not make it back. <laughs> It'll be the last table you sit at, right? And in, and in fact, you know you're you're keeping a low profile. You're you know, but uh, you know, I think I probably they're, I think they're walking towards you. I think I probably only like poof up the hair real big for the show, right? So the rest of the time right. it's just sort of a normal hairstyle, and like it really helps, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. like, it's like it's like Superman, Clark Kent. Yeah, Superman, <laughs> Clark Kent. Completely yeah. different person. Completely mm-hmm. different person. Like whether he has the hair up or not. Like that guy's hair is normal. He can't be that dude. <laughs> um. So yeah, if they're walking over this way, I'm probably gonna like. And Sal, someone is at your table. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll probably like hit the button to like call for a server to come over and get more. Okay. beverages or something because like i'm happy to see the both of them um, can i see it uh who it is from where I, I am and i think that um that uh you're the three of you the 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 gentleman that you've met is you know like starting to sort of say oh no we'll get in it's great like th- this is i'm telling you this is an opportunity of a lifetime oh, it's yeah, gonna yeah. be a fantastic thing and he's and you're half listening to him and looking like oh i'm you're gonna guide them to the table and there's someone there who uh, isn't instantly familiar because his hair is down, so you don't know. But he's uh, <laughs> we're gonna give him the soup. we're gonna give him the give him the Clark Kent thing. Um, yeah, and it's dark in here, right? And mm-hmm. your your I'd imagine that your your table is specifically in a place that is difficult for people to see. Mm-hmm. It Easy is for me the to darkest see from, corner. Yes, you're in yeah. the darkest corner. <laughs> the so, light is at purposely un, the light bulb is purposely purposely unscrewed. That's so right. <laughs> right. Like you, you have a great view, and the reason probably you sat there, Benjamin, is like, oh, huh, this is kind of dark, and this is a this is like the best view of the whole bar. Right. Yeah. That's exactly what you feel really is, safe yeah. there. There's nobody walking up behind you in that space. So for sure. Hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely picking up the pace a little bit. Not noticeably, but like mm-hmm. a little bit ahead of the group. Um, if anybody looked really closely, they might be able to see the light slightly glinting off of a blade. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think you get up to the table and then um, 
So Benjamin yep. Sal's walked up. She's I think, kind of like, ahead of the other two. She doesn't look particularly pleased. Well, I think when like they get sort of into range, or Sal gets sort of into range, like I stand up and I'm like, I can't believe it. Like, what are the chances that you guys you would be out here? You and Miles and I. I don't know her, <laughs> but like you just hear the distinct shink of a blade going <laughs> like, back into a sheet. <laughs> oh, Benjamin! What? Like it's been forever. I didn't what? recognize you with the hair. Yeah, you know, I like to come and scout out the crowd when the show runs, oh. see what people think, and yeah, you're lucky it's you. You're in my seat. <laughs> well, that that makes a lot of sense. Uh, but yeah, I've been, I've been kind of hitting various bars around the station since I got here, but this was my first night here, so. Oh, weird. This, is, this is my favorite one. They got, uh, they got good strong drinks. Uh, yeah, I ran into Miles down at the docks and this is, uh, blue in the sock. So at, at that, you both kind of look up and, um, Miles, you, what? Benjamin? Yeah, I, right? This is so weird. And this is the weirdest day. You know Sal? Yeah, yeah, we've we've hung out. Well, got him to drink. Well, yeah. that makes sense. That makes sense. He's pretty good at it. And and I will say a little a little on the on the meta side. So, Blue, you know who this is. Oh yes. Oh okay. yes, I do. I also okay. probably know what his brain tastes like. It's mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You never forget. No. <laughs> All right. Well, um, uh, so I mean, what are, what are you guys doing out here? Uh, well, we were just uh, this this. I'm sorry, I didn't actually catch your name. I'm Ben. Ben. No, not you. The other guy. No, I know you, Ben. What <laughs> other guy? Salesman. Oh yeah. Oh, there, and then another I guy. I forgot about that guy yeah. entirely. I'm like, what <laughs> other guy? We're all here. So, um, <laughs> yes. Uh, 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 another guy has come with him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, "Oh, oh, yeah, my, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, I <laughs> got so excited about maybe talking about this deal. My name's uh, Ezra Wakeman. Ezra Wakeman. So we met Ezra at the dry dock. Uh, the three of us were thinking about going in on a ship together, and Ezra has a, a ship that he'd like to tell us about. Oh, you're welcome to stay. I mean, it's a large enough table. You, you guys, you're buying a ship, huh? Well, I mean, That's, well, yeah. What's the plan? You guys going into business or?" Uh, hadn't gotten that far. We were just, uh, <laughs> sorry. So just like yeah. a mobile roommate situation. Then, I essentially, mean, essentially there's no okay. like, like RV roommates. I dig it. Yeah. Okay. I came out here looking for a ship. Uh, was just thinking about some journey, some adventuring, maybe considering a jump gate or something. I don't know. Didn't have a distinct plan, but just, we came here looking for a ship. I met blue on the way in and then we ran into Sal and, uh, we were thinking about all going in together. Well, hmm, you know, yeah, like, I I don't know if you guys have plans on where you want to take this ship once it's yours, but I kind of came out here to do some exploring, you know, kind of, kind of check out some places, see what we can find about the edge of the known universe. You know, I, I've heard some things about some pretty 
pretty lowly kind of activities from some of the big companies, as always, you know. And yeah. And there's always hyper-aggressive tardigrades in mining colonies. Yeah. I and was just hearing about that. You, so much dehydration. Like, it's terrible. Sure. You've got to constantly <laughs> chug water. It's the worst. Put all the water recyclers on the station on stressed out. Man, it's, you can't deal with it. You can't deal oh with it. Oh, my God. The uh, you've hit the button. The uh, uh, wait staff comes over. Uh, Ezra leans over, says something. They nod, walk off. He's like, "Oh, I, I just went ahead and ordered for everybody." Uh, for, oh. It's on me. Rounds on me. Well, you know, show a good faith. I, 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 I feel, I feel so good about this. Okay. Well, sit down, everyone. Sit down, Benjamin. Like I said, you're welcome to welcome to hear the pitch here. Maybe, maybe yeah. this will be something of use for all of us. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got a little stashed away that I might yeah. consider. If you guys are looking for any ship investors, you know, as long as nobody's opposed to, you know, a uh, couple of times a week I have to send out my show, you know. Yeah, no. But I've... not being pinned down to a station would make it much less likely that, you know, anybody from that, you know, that psychic core, right? They're everywhere. Oh. You know, I've heard about those people. It's uh, like, yeah, they suck. <laughs> I mean, I, that's why I've been on the move for a while now. All right. I think Don't. they got close enough. They got into my place mm, before yeah. I had to get out here. Yeah, wow. you should really clean up. That's not cool. Do you think that, <laughs> don't you think that putting out a show where you sort of put these things on blast makes you a bit of a target? Well, that's why being on the move wouldn't be a bad idea, right? Just giving people the reason to find you. Well, well if they catch up with us, I can always, you know. But at, at <laughs> the yeah. same time, I like if, you, Sal. <laughs> if, if we don't, if we don't put out the truth, then you know, there's what kinds of terrible things can these groups of people do? I know. I listen. You know? I I like this idea. Look, well, let's talk about. Let's find out yeah, yeah. from Ezra here. So, what are you now? We're here. We're sitting Ezra's down. handed out the drinks. You've all got. Uh, you've all got uh, an, uh, a a brewed on the station beer, which is Great. the special of the underbelly. They actually um, do their own. They have a their own brewing here in small Smells batches. Like Benjamin's brain. anyway it's like so look it sounds like you've all got big plans big ideas and there's so much opportunity which is why there's been a huge influx of folks coming out the yuma station and look like i said i'm not going to try to put one over on you right this ship well this ship's hot okay that's why it's such a great deal it it could it could use some some things like um well like a new transponder would be good mm-hmm. um you know uh, I mean you could you could get one from a clean ship or or I don't know your skill sets some people like to hack their own mm-hmm. um but I've got it parked a sector over uh it's in a nebula that can mask basic scan sweeps you can't find it unless you know where it is which is me I know where it is. Want us to move to a second location with you? Well, I guess a third. We did. Well, I mean, only if only if you're interested. Like you know, here's the thing: it's an old Type K Safari class. 
right? So this is a 200-ton ship. It's actually modified the KG excursion configuration, which means, I don't know if it matters. It's not really set up to do safaris anymore. You know, these were the ships that, that got were used by uh, like playboys and, uh, you know, people who led a life of leisure who liked to go and try to, you know, hunt on different worlds, the indigenous species there. Uh, this is really more configured for, for hauling cargo or people um, than, you know, doesn't really have the tanks in it anymore. But, um, you know, and, and she's got more than a few, a few jumps on her, but that's, that's part of the reason I can get you such a good deal. Mm-hmm. Um, Sal, make a, make a streetwise check. Okay. Um, out to root around in his brain. <laughs> <laughs> what do I roll for streetwise? Um, you're gonna roll. Uh, you're gonna roll two d six, and you're gonna okay. add your modifiers based on your streetwise skill uh-huh. level. And um, <laughs> so my level in streetwise is zero. All right. So you roll even. Okay. So I just roll two d six. Right. Uh, I got an eight. Okay, so eight or better is a success. Um, like, all this feels like, okay, he's, he's really divulging a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there could be more that you don't know. Um, That's just what your, a, your gut tells you. Did he get a great career for himself? No. Oh, he didn't. Okay. Mm. Um, I was going to drink it, that's all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna like sit un- a little bit uncomfortably close to him and just mm-hmm. be like this you know this i really appreciate you being so uh forthcoming with us because it uh kind of makes me mad when people aren't um feel like there's something more you know more detail you could tell us about the ship um well like like i said it's uh it's it's you know got it's got some jumps on it and um you know look i mean here's the thing is you know, normally, normally a ship like this is going to cost you like, you know, like brand new would be like, I don't know, 62, 64 mega credits, right? They're not cheap. Now, like I said, while this one's been modified, it's also pretty old. So I could, uh, I, you're talking about, you've got some ship shares and you've got, you know, some other things that you, you could use as trade against that, you know, uh, I, I'm going to broker this, you know, uh, depending on how much we're talking about, you know, I can, I can really get the price down on this to maybe like, you know, uh, 20 or, or, or maybe even a little lower. I, I don't know how much you really got to bring to the table. Hmm. I know we said only use psionic abilities in case of emergency. Does haggling down the cost of a ship count as case of emergency? Whatever you think is an emergency <laughs> is an emergency. <laughs> How many credits do? How many ship shares do we have amongst us? What ten? I have one. I've got two. I've also uh, got two. So and I've got five. three. So we have, eight. we have eight amongst us. Okay, just curious. <laughs> Let's see how he's operating before I start breaking into his brain. <laughs> it's an so, emergency. <laughs> so wait, so you're the broker. So there's someone who's trying to sell this ship. Is what you're saying? Well, uh, well, I'm selling the ship. I, 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 by by broker, I mean like I'm gonna handle the paper. How did you right? come so, across such a ship then? 
you know, it, uh, it, it, it came into my possession. It fell mm-hmm. off the back of the ship truck. It, it fell off the back of the ship truck. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. That's good. That's funny. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Mm-hmm. You're funnier than you dress. Mm-hmm. That's good. I like that. No, I mean, no, I didn't mean anything by that. I mean, you like, you know, mm-hmm. 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 but, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's just the fact that, um, like I said, like I'm, I'm up front, like the ship's hot, right? Like I, I need to move this thing mm-hmm. and I'm, and I'm willing to move it at a, at a deep discount. But we've got to go with you to the ship. Well, yeah, if you want it, I can't, I can't go get it by myself. I, I mean, can't like fly a ship to it and then like ride both ships, like horses or something back. I could. Well, and, and like, it would be wise to at least check the thing out before we. Yeah. True. True. Invest. Yeah. I think we should uh, go see the ship. I don't want to wait through customs again. Oh, we don't have to go through customs. You're not, <laughs> you're, you're not, you're not taking a, we're not taking a commercial short there. Like I've got a small ship, okay. right? You know, I've got a hundred tonner that'll, you know, it's a, it's a very old courier, but you know, like yeah. it's got a J one drive. It can, it can right. get us there and back. And, right. um, you know, look, it's, it, you asked about it. So here's, here's why, here's what I really get out of it is that I, I've got a not insignificant number of credits that I need to um, launder. And so for me, it's really important that I channel the paperwork for a purchase through a bank. So it's all legit. I mean, it'll come across that way as clean. Like you'll have regular payments against the mortgage on the ship. Like it all reads on paper, perfectly clean with that. No one's ever going to have a, a question like, you know, first of a galactic cycle, you're making a payment. But we all walk away a winner. You get a ship at a deep discount. I get to move some credits that I that I need to in a way that is uh, legal. And uh, you can live that dream of free movement amongst the stars. And it only requires a little bit of handy of uh, fixing up. I mean, I- I've flown it. It flies. Mm-hmm. Can I, like, and it's and it's a, it's next to Nebula, so I've even I even ran it through the gas giant, so it's fueled up because it's got scoops. Oh, okay, nice. I all right. Hmm? Uh, <laughs> I like that we were I, like scoops. Okay, can I, can I just like do I I, I don't know if deception's the right skill here, but like <laughs> essentially like you want to see if he's deceiving you? Sure. Yes. Yeah. Or how badly he's deceiving? Yeah. You. yeah exactly. He like, is one hundred percent deceiving. He's clearly. With holding something. <laughs> I'm concerned he may be an agent of the government. Absolutely. I'm also concerned oh, so. he may be an agent of the government. <laughs> so I would like to try that. So, I mean, should I use deception or? Um, yeah, I think uh, I'm trying to think if uh, if deception lets you read deception. My skill table. Investigate. I mean. Uh, yeah, deception too. allows you kind of allows you to lie fluently. Um, that's more of like you're doing it, right? Um, investigate, yeah, keen observation, forensic detail analysis. Sure, I will let you roll investigate to see if you, you know, w- whether it's passing your sniff test. Hey, all right, uh, I got an eleven. Okay. Um, Everything he's saying is not uh, like there's no 
there, there's nothing in the story that you're like, oh, that just doesn't happen, right? He's being pretty forthcoming with you in terms of that he is doing some illegal stuff. True. And he is willing to cut a, 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 a very deep discount on this on a ship like this. Worst case okay. scenario, he tries to kill us and we kill him back. So I'm down. That's yeah. true. I mean, yeah. This goes sideways murder. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, let me I, that. Sal kills him back. I, I think just as a precautionary measure, I'll put this out there. I am constantly thinking of like just the worst things. I know it's really annoying, right? Like, <laughs> no, no. I mean, like specifically, like when I meet new people, it's no, a thing. I know, I know. Like, it's just, more that, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just thinking about like the the most horrific, weird depths mm-hmm. of the internet kind of shit you could think of. Like, yep, that stuff. I just try and keep running through my head so that he would be appalled if he tried, like uses his crazy psychic powers to get to me. Lou is going to invest in a nice tinfoil hat for you, so that doesn't leak out ears. <laughs> well, like, you know, we get to be friends. It's not going to be a thing. But <laughs> especially if I'm even a little suspect that, like, somebody maybe has a deal that might be too good a deal. Oh, for sure. Or whatever. Right. But, you, but you, it this seems definitely, okay to me. Yeah. Like, this, yeah, this definitely is a very good deal. Um, kind of you, you and Sal would both read, like, this guy must be pretty desperate. Yeah. Right. right. Just Not being unusual. forthcoming. Well. And and he starts he starts um he starts he's he's like he starts running the numbers with you, right? Of what it is. And he like, oh how many ships here do you have? What do you have? What's your interest in this? And he basically said, like, so look, here's the deal. You guys being all in, when it's all said and done, right, you're gonna get this ship that you know, if you were to, to try to go and buy a safari class ship. It's going to cost you like, you know, 64, 65 mega credits. I can do this for you. I will set up a loan for 14 and a half mega credits. That means your monthly payment. And he's, and he's sitting there like mm-hmm. on his little, you know, Omnipad communication device, net crawler, calculator, video watcher. Mm-hmm. Cappuccino machine and everything. It does. Um, and he says, "Like that comes to he's like, that comes to just over sixty thousand credits a month is your payment, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous." And you all would know enough to know, like that's actually a very obtainable amount of money, right? Some of you have more than that in your pocket, right? <laughs> um, so. Um, you know, and he talks about the bank that it'll be with. It's all set up that, you know, but of course I want you to see the ship. I want you to know, to see that you're, what you're actually getting. Look, I'm just going to be real candid. I, I've been trying to move the ship for a little while. I've got debts I got to pay and I've got money I need to move. It can't so, hurt to look. This is yep. this is a way where strangely enough, in the ways of the galaxy, we actually all win. All it right. rarely happens, but I'm kinda at my wits end here. Listen, let's go take a look. 
No promises, but we'll at least go take a look. Great. So he'll take you to his ship, which is somewhat cramped quarters. It's a it's an old courier ship, um, a scout courier. It's a hundred tons. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, a, a couple of you will like. Basically, there's like he's got his quarters, and then there's a couple of like bunk bed stateroom type things, right? So um, you'll have to double up to sleep. It's a jump away, um, which means it's going to take about a week to get there because that's how long a jump takes. Um, and so if there's anything anyone would like to do at the station before we go, we'll move to going to the nebula. Uh, I'm going to get a, a growler of that beer on the way out of the bar. Okay. <laughs> We're going to be on a ship for a week. Yeah. Good point. Uh, I would like to buy a gun. Yes, absolutely. I may join you in that purchasing of a, of a gun. I can use a gun. I can use a gun. <laughs> I had to check. So yeah, he's, he's happy to say, well, look, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get the ship. I'm going to make sure, you know, I'm going to do my, my safety check. Run through everything. Make sure I'm fueled up. I've got stores on board. Why don't we meet in um, four hours? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. Great. And he gives you his his docking slip number. Um, he's like, "This is so good. This is good. I feel so good about this." And he uh, scurries off. So, if y'all would like to buy some stuff, let's do it real quick. Mm-hmm. I have some guns picked out. I think she probably would have purchased them already. Sure. I've been here for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yep. And if you know what they are and you've already accounted for them uh, through the, through the central supply catalog, that's perfectly fine. Um, What are blue and miles? What are you in the market for? Um, Ooh, I do have gun combat as a skill. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Did we establish that we can use pew pew lasers uh, guns? Um, you are they available to us? Uh, they will be. They will be. Uh, there might be some on the station. Um, I think that uh, if you were going to buy a slug thrower, um, you probably could find that on your own to be able to get that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you wanted to find a pee pee gun, um, <laughs> which there are some available, um, you might need the, you would require a streetwise role. Uh, You'd have to know who to talk to. So if you would either have to try to figure that out or have the assistance of someone who's been on the station for a little bit, who has that ability. So. <laughs> Sal, hey. Yes. If one was in in the market as a uh, as a newcomer to the station and a well dressed sock, if someone was in the market for personal protection, let's say. Oh yeah, yeah. uh, Where would one go looking? Um. All right. My favorite gun store is right down the street. I'll take you. (laughs) Are they affordable? Yes, it's the most affordable one. There's two other ones they'll rip you off. Wonderful. Uh, If you don't mind, I would love to make some purchases. Absolutely. I love gun shopping. (laughs) 
I'm, right? I'm like digging through the compendium looking for uh, looking for the rifles and it's like at the very beginning. <laughs> yeah, if you're uh, yeah, I mean if you want to look at the energy rifles, right? You know, that's uh you, you want to look at anything that's that's tech level 11, there's definitely stuff yeah. you can get. Mm-hmm. Um or at least you could see if they have them. Um they may. I can't even find them in the hold on. There we go. So uh, you guys uh, will go down to... Thank you. Yeah, you'll go down to um, your favorite your favorite shop, mm-hmm. uh, which is... Using my NPCs, um, which is... Uh, and maybe one of the reasons you like it is that it is the gun shop that has a female proprietor. Um, Yay! And um, it is run by uh, Parker Vangelos. And it, it is Parker's Picks is the name of it. Sorry, I saw a flamethrower and I got distracted. Um, <laughs> I was a good thing to get distracted by. There are a lot of options here, but they're all ridiculous. So, um, yeah, so you walk in. Um, you know, she runs a small shop, but she has a, um, you know, a reasonable selection uh, of most importantly, well-maintained equipment. Um, you know, she is not trying to, in, in your dealings with her, Sal, she's never tried, you never felt like she's tried to rip you off. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, has, has good gear. Guns work well, don't cost too much. Sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. Um, while Blue is picking her guns, um, I'll just run through quickly what I picked. I have, um, I think I went with uh, slug weapons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked the body pistol, which is fun because it's not super detectable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, combat rifle. Great. Uh, some, you know, heavy gun play. And then since I have sniper capabilities, uh, long range rifle. Great. And then a dagger and a stun stick for funsies. <laughs> Can never have too many toys. Mm-mm. So you took uh, the you I'm, took the combat rifle? Is that the one you took? Or the which was the rifle you took? I'm sorry. Advanced combat rifle. Oh the ACR. Um, great. Great. Yeah. Great. And then there's just a regular rifle that's more of a long range one. Right. Perfect. Yeah. Um uh, so you come in she's like Sal. Hey, it's uh, hey, it's been a little while. Sure. Yeah, I've been busy doing you know chaperoning. <laughs> it's been fun. Um, eh, not too pretty boring actually. Not too much uh, trouble out off planet lately. Well, you know uh, the best gun is the one you don't have to pull. That's true. Yeah, I mean, hard to pick a best gun. Kind of opens her jacket slightly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you are one of my better customers, Sal. Which is why I like are these are these friends of yours? Uh, yeah, I brought you some new customers, actually. Um, some friends of mine, uh, Blue and Miles, are in the market, as it were. Well, I, I, I hope I can, I can help you out. What are you, what are you looking for? Mm, I don't love using guns, but I feel like I'm going to need something. I did find this. She picks up a stunner. Um, that is excellent for self-defense. 
non-lethal, but uh, can, but can you know, s- stop a charging rhino if you needed to. That's exactly what I'm looking for. Uh, I'm looking at the stunner, uh, that tech level uh, 10, because yep. the next level is 12. And then everything else within this category is out of our tech level. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, found a laser pistol. Never mind. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Um, I got excited. Uh, hmm. I mean, that you really, I mean, it really comes <laughs> down to, I mean, you know, I, I definitely have some, some, you know, quality stunners, great, great battery charge um, on them. And um, you can never go wrong with a stunner. The best part is if you have to use it, Nobody ends up dead, which tends to keep you out of problems. I hate that I care about that. Um, that of the gauntlet laser, which is still within our tech level. I mean, thinking of this as a last resort item, let's go with the stunner. I can kill people with my brain. I mean, stunner. sure. <laughs> Great. She'll, she'll take one out and she shows it to you and shows you to operate it. It's not difficult to use it. Um, you know, point it in the correct direction. Here's the safety. Amazing. And you fire it off. And, uh, oh, yeah, it's, it's incredibly effective. Um, incredibly also, effective. also, I will say, an excellent weapon if you find yourself in zero-G. Because no kickback on a stunner. I love it. Yes, I will keep that. Um, I'll take that. And I think that's the only thing I desperately need. Great. She'll ring you up. And, and, and you're, even though you're on a station, right, and kind of at the outskirts uh, of known space, which is typically, um, I always equate this to uh, like the gold rush where they had these, the towns, right? And you're like, a shovel's eight bucks? Like, it's, you know, because they're like, yeah, we're actually going to get a shovel. She's, she's charging prices you would expect to pay closer coreward, right? So, um, that's, that's my expectation. You're getting book price. Um, because, because Sal brought you here. And, um, so you're getting the, the, the friend, the, 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 uh, the referral discount. So, um, so the stunner's 750. You take that off your credits. Um, we'll definitely come back if Blue Ever decides to be taken over by Clara's, Clara's chaos permanent tendencies. <laughs> which is, uh, and, and what about you? Uh, I'd like some slug throwers here. Oh, I not, definitely not have that some of those. fancy. So I wanted to get a snub pistol, an auto pistol, and a shotgun. And you know what? Let's do ten round, ten mags for each. Sure, not a problem. And she'll uh, she goes in. She's pointing stuff out of the display cabinet. Um, she's like, and just just regular rounds, standard. Just standard rounds reach. That's Great. fine. And uh, to uh, she'll she'll ring me up for that. We can do the cost off of all those things offline. I know you have the credits for it. Yeah. And sometimes shopping is boring for the people who are watching. <laughs> yes. um, so, uh, but we bought we can, weapons, which is pretty important. So we can make sure to fill anything yeah. out between. Yes, things. we'll do so all the we'll do all the bookkeeping time. offline. Yes, um, that's great, fantastic, Sal. I'm so glad you brought them in. And um, oh yeah. I wasn't going to let him go to one of the other gun stores. This one's the best one. Oh, I really appreciate that. You know, I work really hard to make sure that I'm getting people quality equipment at a reasonable price. Mm-hmm. Your guns have always served me well. So I already love her. Nothing can happen to her during this game. 
yes the gun store yes lady. benjamin uh <laughs> can i have purchased a diplo vest and a protect suit at some point absolutely okay yes and if there's um be, before getting here if there's any you know bits and bobs you wanted to have picked up like armor if you know or oh, if you yeah. got some when you came out um uh we'll we'll do all that um in our in our off time um yeah. I'll so, I'll do I'll do my best not to get us in a gunfight in the next hour. A week long <laughs> trip to a nebula with a stranger to see a ship we don't know that we want to buy. Yep. Sounds fun. Yep. Um I'm also before we leave, I'm gonna update my dead drop. Okay. Right? With uh like if if it doesn't hear from me in three weeks that Ezra whatever his last Wait, name was <laughs> Wakeman is the ship dealer that I took off on a journey to look at a ship from Got human it. stage. You know, all of, like all of the details about that. I love it. Do you do you want to try to get more information on him before you go? You have four hours. Um, how complete you know, do you want bad, your dead drop thing to be? Well, I mean, like, I I would probably check to see if he's actually a registered ship broker here. Okay. Right. Um, go ahead and make a computer's oh, okay. check. No problem. Uh, or, or or investigate, whichever you think is better for you. And uh, add your int to that. Oh, okay. Uh, Thirteen. Sure. Um, so Ezra Wakeman, uh, you you definitely see where an Ezra Wakeman has gotten on the station. Um. Uh, and you see that he's got a ship that's in the same docking slip that he gave you, right? That all checks out. You mm-hmm. don't really see a record of him being a authorized ship's broker. He doesn't okay. have, like, there's no license for that. Um, but there, there, there is an Ezra like, Wakeman. There is a ship. Is you there, like, an, find unemployed, a photo of him. like, unemployment record with... The ship dealer, nothing. Like yeah, that? Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. That's that's a, that's fine. So, like, I'll include all of that. Sure. You know what date he arrived on the station. All all of that stuff. Photo, like all, all the stuff. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the when you know when they land, they grab they're grabbing photos and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I'd probably include the names of my compatriots as well. All righty. All of our names? All of our yeah. names? <laughs> well, well, I know of them. Fine. If we're dead, I don't care anymore. <laughs> like, you don't have to worry about it. If it works out fine, nobody's ever going to see this. All right. I'm going to have words later. <laughs> Maybe. But then I'll know something extra. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, all right. If there's uh, no other business to take care of... Um, you go to, um, you go to slip D, or just the slip, not slip D. You go to the slip where he's at, um, and uh, there he is in his, um, uh, in his uh, ship, which is a which I said is a modified um, a scout uh, mm-hmm. courier ship. Um, the um, gonna be pretty cozy then it, it, it is it will be somewhat cozy um 
it's the um his ship name is the uh carpe per diem huh. nice uh and uh, he's like, "Oh, well, great, excellent, excellent! You're here, you're here. I've, I've, uh, I've made sure that I brought in extra stores. You know, I want this trip to be as, uh, as well as comfortable as can be. It's, you know, my ship's a small ship; it's a humble ship. But uh, you know, I think the week's going to pass just like that. And he invites you in, and he's, you know, if you brought bags, he's, he's yep, bringing them in, uh, and get you in, and uh, you can. He's basically got." Two rooms that have bunks, so you can decide who's bunking with who. Uh, I don't have a preference. Neither do I. I a bunk is a really, bunk. Yeah. A bunk is a bunk, and uh, Blue doesn't sleep much. Yeah, as long as I get top bunk, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Top bunk sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds like Sal and Benjamin are in are in one, <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> and uh, yeah. and Blue and Miles can be the other. Hey, it's kind of yeah. like when you were in basic. It's, it's kind of like basic, exactly. except yep. right except uh, Miles isn't puking at every party. Hey, you cannot hold your alcohol. Well, you know, at least you couldn't. I've learned better. I'm better now. Are you? So this is a perfect segue into what I'd like to do with our week of travel. Dude, that is a big dog. That's a doggy. That's a dog. Yeah. <laughs> She's not actually that big. She's just very tall. She's only like 45 <laughs> pounds of dog. But oh, she's wow. tall. She's got height. Yes. She is um, very lithe. So this segues really perfectly what I'd like to do with this week. Um, I would like, over the course of the week, um, you get to know each other better. You're sharing meals. Um, Ezra comes across as a, a, a pretty reasonable person. You kind of get the idea that maybe he's stuck between a rock and a hard place. Um, and really what he needs to do, and he will all start, he'll, he'll kind of over, over um, kind of one of the, the group meals on the, on the first day. He says like, look, I'm just going to, I'm just going to tell you guys, like I find myself in a bad place. I owe, I owe some people some money. I don't have the money to pay him. So what I'm having to do is I'm having to launder some money. I've got connections into one of the banks. So this is the only way I have to do it. I found the ship, but I can't sell it because it's hot. Because it's not like I bought it legitimately, mm-hmm. as I think you've all pretty clearly understood. Um, but I know that I can, I can move that ship, and with the money that goes in the loan... I can plus the money I owe them. I can legitimately launder enough cash for these people where they're going to forgive my debt. So I really hope you like it because I'm kind of running out of time, Um, which is why I'm cutting you as good of a deal as I can. All right. It's just that it's hot. There's nothing else wrong with it. Well, uh, I, I've I've flown it a little bit. I got into the nebula. It worked fine for me. I didn't have any problems with it. I don't have a lot of experience with it. It's just the fact that I don't have legal paperwork for it. Mm. But like I said, I mean, I, I I try to be really upfront about that, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Didn't transponder mm-hmm. it however you want to. You can get one off of a wrecked ship. You can hack your own. 
you know, maybe, maybe you can take the one in there and, and, and jury rig it around. I don't know how good you guys are at what you do or even what you do. And honestly, I don't need to know that stuff. Right. All I know is that, you know, in, in the time that, that, you know, we talked, you showed me your lines of credit, where your ship shares were, all that stuff checks out. You know, I, I know you're good for what we've talked about. I'm just trying to move this thing. Okay. We'd be happy to do you the favor. Yep. So the next night, I would like one of you to tell a story about someone else at the table you know. I only have mean stories about Miles. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly fine. You can tell all of them. Acceptable. Yeah. Um, Miles and I went through basic together. And you have to understand that we... <sighs> military people work about as hard as they party. And they work you really hard in basic. And Miles was maybe 90 pounds when we met and six foot two. And so there was a night we went, we all went out and he was, he always got all this shit from the other guy from guys. And he decided that he was going to prove his worth. And, um, he basically, do you remember that really, really old movie, the hangover? <laughs> we found well the next morning we found space we had to, tiger space tiger we had to follow his clothes from the barracks throughout the entire throughout the academy sort of complex all into an empty pool where he was found with a pile a pile of just Dirty gym socks, and we don't even know where they came from. Still don't know. We still Never don't learned. know. And also an admiral's hat. And that was it. Yep. It sounds, yep. I remember most of those things. Yeah, yeah, no. It was great. And, I mean, the tooth, the, 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 the replacement tooth looks great. Thank you. Thank you. A little smaller than the others. A little bit. You know. A little bit. We did the best we could. We appreciate you all the same. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's why his uh, nickname is Jim Sock. <laughs> Beautiful. I don't know why I'm in a sock mood this week. A real sock theme. I'm in the real it. sock theme. They're cozy. It's been chilly outside. So uh, the the next evening, I think, um, as things go around, um, Blue, who do you want to hear tell a story? You've you've shared something. I want to hear Ben. I want to hear Ben tell a story. I I think Blue has been like kind of picking on him because she knows way more about him than he knows about her. (laughs) (laughs) Here's an important question: Does it have to be a story about somebody else? Yeah, somebody else at the table. Oh, okay. So it's either going to be Miles or Sal, right? Fair, fair, fair. Um, Well, you know, I guess I'll tell the the tale of, like, the first time I met Sal. Uh, Like, you know, I was just getting started. You know, broadcasting. It's a a tough medium to crack into. 
Uh, but uh, I had done some research and I'd found some things uh, that basically led me to the doorstep of uh, this corporation that they were hiring independent miners and sending them out to mine this dwarf planet. And then when they'd come back, all their paperwork would be lost. And they'd have to pay all kinds of fees to bring their harvest into the dock. And they, they just they kept shuffling the, the whole paperwork thing around so much. These poor miners were just really getting the short end of the stick, right? And I tried to get into their system so that I could straighten all that out and expose this company for being so seedy in their business practices. And I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it. And I couldn't get it. And so, you know, I I turned to, to looking for somebody with some skills that I don't have. And Sal is very good at what she does. And I, we made contact online and the next thing I know she not only had gotten into the company gotten one of their server blades uh, out of out of the uh, out of their information racks and gotten out but I didn't hear anything about it right I would have expected that that company would have shut everything down and Locked down their whole station, but she got in and out of there before they even noticed. And I, man, I can't imagine how hard that was. Um, but kind of put me on the map, right? I managed to use that, get that story out there, and next thing I know, you know, I'm on the uh, Galaxy Broadcasting Service talking about corporate corruption. Uh, Kind of, that's kind of what made me a name, you know. I, I, all thanks to Sal. It's really, I yeah. I can't imagine anybody that's able to get in and out of somewhere as well as that. Oh, what a compliment! That was a fun job. <laughs> like, I still don't know that you like wrecked some guy on that job. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. She's never told you that. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, as the journey continues, and uh, you know, next next evenings and talk goes around, who do you want to hear a story from, Benjamin? I think I want to hear a Miles story. Oh. Well, all right. Um, I'm going to tell a story about Blue. And about a time when I was serving under Blue uh, on the Pegasus, uh, and we were uh, out on a deep patrol, sort of a, a long-range thing. We wound up on the same duty shift, uh, sort of late, working in the engines. Uh, and um, it's still unclear as to what exactly happened. Uh, 
whether or not it was something I did or something Blue did or possibly someone else on the ship hit the wrong button at the wrong time. Uh, but Blue and I were stuck in a, a small uh, unused uh, engine chamber for like all night. It was like basically we were locked in an elevator together uh, and had to sit there telling each other sort of our live stories uh, and, and our existences uh, as we were tried to figure out how to get this door to reopen uh, and try to rewire it. Um, and, you know, that's when blue told me the story of her prom uh, on her mining planet. Uh, she was the prom queen, the thing that she doesn't tell a lot of people. <laughs> Fucking swear you swore. <laughs> I made you swear. I made well, you swear you listen, take it to your grave. You told the sock uh, story. Uh, so it's, it's only fair. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna say brain. I'm not gonna say there weren't some tears. There was some bonding. It was a it was a real nice moment for both of us. Um and then finally the next morning, uh we were able to get the, the door open and honestly we have never spoken of that night ever again. And we never will. Nope. Suck. <laughs> Prom queen. They will uh <laughs> Can I uh can I have ha- like a cargo pocket on my pants? Absolutely. That I keep like a little tablet in that I've learned how yes. to type oh, without yes. people <laughs> noticing like touch typing under the table. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'll totally take notes on everybody else's stories. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that leaves uh, Sal. That leaves Sal. Well, I'm going to tell the story of how Sal taught Miles to drink. Oh. Oh, you learned. I did. He learned. Yeah. He was a good student, too. Uh, We were in this real divey bar. Uh, other at closer to the core and uh, didn't know anybody there myself and just sidled up to the bar. Turns out Sal here also knows uh, mm-hmm. my ex, Ty's called it. Right. And uh, what? what a jerk. So he hates me, What, by the way. He's like my mortal enemy. Um, and he had written this song that got kind of popular uh, it was like supposed to be a diss track but actually it makes me sound kind of cool um and they were playing it the video for it on the the screen there at the bar and uh miles and i both <laughs> yelled at the same time turn that shit off yep yep <laughs> that guy's a piece of crap and yep. i was like wait you hate that guy too how do you know him Long story short, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So I bought him a drink. The first one, not so good. No. Uh, he was he was slurring pretty good by the end of that first drink, and uh, was like, "You, anybody ever teach you to drink, there, Miles?" He was like, "No." Uh, did not tell me the sock story though, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Who, who, who would? To be who fair, did? I don't know how much he remembers of the sock story. That's fair. Uh, I don't know how much he remembers of the the first night of carousing at that bar, but uh, it was it was pretty fun. He held his own pretty good. 
You even got uh, drunk enough to to do the old the old. No, no, no! You punch me, and then I punch you. Yeah. <laughs> we almost started a bar fight. Not quite. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I don't think we're allowed in that bar anymore. Nope, definitely uh, not. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but the the one we went to at four o'clock in the morning. That one. That one would welcome us back. I think your rendition of. Uh, of uh, We Are the World, for some reason, uh, gained their favor. I like the classics. I like what the classics, yeah. He's a good singer. Oh, thank you. Was that the, was that, the, I was just like, oh, wait, was that the, was that the, like, original or the 2240 remake? Uh, it was a blend of both. Wow. You know, I've, yeah, I think. I think you got halfway through the original and then switched over. Yep, yep, slid mm. right over. It, yeah, yep. it was seamless. Lyrics are hard to remember otherwise. Yeah, mm. it's a lot of lyrics. It's a lot of a lot of worlds to love. <laughs> it definitely went from "We Are the World" to "We Are the Worlds," which <laughs> yeah. was, mm-hmm. you know, yep. But all for a good cause. All for a good cause. They're always trying to raise credits, you know. True. So. Uh, Another uh, another day of travel goes by, and you find yourself at uh, at a nebula, um, which he will. Uh, Ezra says, "Like, all right, well, we're uh, look, uh, we're going in. It's I've got the ship parked on an asteroid. Um, I need to uh, put in the put in the nav controls here. So we go. Um, I could definitely use some help going into the nebula. I got I got to come off autopilot at this point." Sure. Uh, Unless anyone know. else knows how to fly, uh, I do. But you're a better pilot than I am, Blue. I mean, I could try. <laughs> I can drive in a pinch, but uh... let's let let me let me figure this out. <laughs> I think I actually have pilot um, starship, not uh, <clears throat> sorry. I have pilot starship, not um, space uh, small craft. So yeah, but this is fine. This is a starship. Yeah. This is a hundred. Cool, cool, cool higher so um he'll um he'll be on the comms uh he's on the like like the basic electronic comms like internet navigation stuff and he's like okay great yeah and he's feeding coordinates um so go ahead and make a piloting check should be pretty easy um Let me how I do it, this. it's it's yeah it's uh so you're gonna roll 2d6 you're gonna roll an eight or higher and you apply your modifications for um pilot Mm-hmm. I have a one. Right, and dexterity. Uh, I also have a plus one to dexterity. Great, so, so you're going to roll two? it up. 2d6 plus two. Uh, and what do I need to pass? Eight or higher. <laughs> Got an eight. Okay. <laughs> Just fine. Um, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, you come in. It's a little choppy because you're in the nebula. Um, he's guiding you towards an asteroid. Um, you know, you, you get the, the extra exciting challenge of landing, uh, on a, on a, a, a rotational platform, which is, mm-hmm. the, you know, as the asteroid's kind of tumbling, you're having to come in and geosync with it and then and land, Ooh. but, but you pull it off. Um, and, uh, you are, uh, parked basically, um, you've, you've landed, um, very close to, uh, what is definitely, uh, a, um, a Sparta ship, right? Which kind of kind of looks like a uh, like a, a very big, almost like flying wing is the configuration, right? Almost like a 
like a manta ray. Yeah, like a manta ray mm-hmm. is a good description, right? Um, of the ship. Um, and uh, he's like, you know, oh, hey, uh, obviously, you know, I got vac suits here. Um, you know, I- I'm I'm happy to go with you to the ship or not, whatever you want. Um, why don't you come with us? But we have to. Yeah, that's a good idea. Vac yeah. suit up. Okay. Uh, yep. Um, cool. Nobody's going to try to do anything crazy in the vac suits right now, so I'm going to make, make you roll your vac suit roll. Those mm-hmm. are kind of reserved for if it's like there's combat happening or I'm trying to, you know, put it on the ship. while the ship is being decompressed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this is easy. You take time. Everybody's in their vac suits, um, and you can head over to the ship. Um, it is um, fairly fairly nondescript. We haven't we didn't come up with what it looked like color wise from you guys. So we'll uh, we'll leave it as nondescript right now. We'll um, have to repaint it anyway. Yeah, you probably will yeah. have a paint job anyway. Um, but uh, you know, it, it looks it looks uh, you know not not necessarily heavily beat up, but well worn. Right, it is not a fresh coat of paint that's on it um and uh he he gets you onto the ship it's not uh, it's not locked or anything because he's not expecting anybody to come out here at right. this point um he's like obviously you can set whatever code you want um but you know here's the ship closes it up um you know throws on life support and uh and the grav generator and you are you are on the ship. Right. Let's take a look around. Yeah. Um, so out, oh, over the week we had talked about um, a cheap ship is going to have a lot of quirks, as it were. Mm, yep. are we quite possibly. That? I mean, quite possibly. It's, um, you know, it's an older ship. You're not, by looking at it, you can't tell how old. It is definitely a um, outdated design. Right, nobody's building ships exactly like this anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not dramatic change, but like this one, oh, it doesn't have some of the aileron fins that the later models have for better steering in the atmosphere. But it is a ship that can land in the atmosphere if you want it to. Um, you know, as you examine it, it does have its it does have its um, air raft, mm-hmm. which is basically a, a grab vehicle that you know you can like you can seat some people in it's an open top it's for you know being on a planet with breathable air or it has a it's almost like a convertible right it can come off or go on um uh actually no it doesn't sorry they don't the air rafts don't like if you're going to be on this asteroid driving this thing you would have to be in your vaccine right yeah Um, this is uh and it still has its um it's small uh it's like small um shuttle pod type thing right so How modular are these ships that we might be able to upgrade it later? Um, they're they're pretty modular. Um, okay. You know, it can. Um, it's varying degrees of pricey um, mm-hmm. to do it, but um, you know, this is a, a though an a, an old design. It's one that's common enough, right? Where if you wanted to make alterations, you could you could mod it. And I mean, beggars can't be choosers, and uh, yeah. <laughs> we're not we're not the most right. Uh, yep. Blessed. So. Um, the way I think would be interesting to do this is while you're examining the ship, 
mm-hmm. um, because we've all talked about this offline, um, is that this is a very old ship. Like, and kind of the more exam you examine it, the more you're going to find out how old it is. Old as balls. Um, <laughs> but I would like to start with... Um, like the corridors oh. are measurably smaller because of the layers of paint. <laughs> <laughs> it That's has right. Like, like it has like an AUX jack, and we haven't had to use an AUX. <laughs> That's right. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like you can see where where there's obviously over time been modifications, but it is one of those things that you start to look at the ship and examine it. It's like hmm hmm hmm. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, well, it looks like there used to be some other audio device in here <laughs> um, that's been replaced at least a couple times. Um, all the bolts are stripped, although, you know. Um, <laughs> I didn't even know they made this ship with an 8-track. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? Um, so I'm trying to think if there would actually be... Um, I'm going to have each of you make uh, a roll against your what you consider to be your shipboard specialty. Mm. I'm going to roll like crap every time. Um, so probably for blue, that's piloting, as I recall. The mm-hmm. pilot's probably your best. Um, and um, uh, and just um, make them against that, uh, your skill, plus um, uh, int or edu, your choice. Ah. So tell me what your skill you're going to roll against on that you believe is applicable to investigate, like Aha. looking over this ship. Uh, six plus three is nine. I can do basic math. Ten. I, well, hold on. My EDU is actually higher than that. Um, oh, no, it's not. Plus one. Uh, ten. <laughs> okay. Great. You passed. Um... What what seems better? Because uh, I could do engineer, power plant, or mechanic. Uh, probably engineer would be okay. more applicable. Great. Then engineer, power plant is a one, okay. and I'll use my education, which gives me a plus another plus one, uh, and that is an eleven. Great. All right. So we've got piloting station, engineering, uh, Benjamin. I rolled for computers. Right. Uh, I got a snake eyes. Excellent. <laughs> oh, I, no. I, I love oh, it. Oh, no. It's we'll, plus five, <laughs> but I don't think that helps. We don't pass. But, Wait, um, plus five? Yeah, he's yeah. really good at computers. Oh, I forgot. You have like I'm, a three in computers. and then, no, like... I'm, I'm very, very educated. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Adding his yeah. EDU is like second. And Wait, computers is his jam. Mine is plus three. Holy yeah, shit. Wow. Right? Wow. Because I just you, never stop reading. That's true. You did not stop going to school. I remember this now. Right. Which is why sometimes his, his cast can get, like, really oh, esoteric. Super wonky. Like, yeah. Super wonky. Yeah. And, which has garnered him a specific listener base mm. when he does those. They're like, oh, <laughs> my God, he's doing, he's going, he's going. Yeah. <laughs> and how about you, Sal? Um, I think the most applicable thing I have is recon. Um, okay. Look, looking at chips is not really her forte. I got a six. <laughs> okay, great. Um, yep, so, yeah. So, so you're like, oh, hey, just seems like a ship. It's a ship. You could put a lot of bodies in here. <laughs> <laughs> Slaps the top of the ship. This baby can. 
Maybe so, so many corpses. <laughs> um, so Miles on uh, on the engines, yeah, they're they've definitely been refurbished a couple of times, right? They look like they're in pretty good shape, um, but you know, this is this is nowhere near original parts at this point. Um, in fact, like you can you would be able to tell, oh, this this looks like in the power plant. This is probably the most recent refurb that got done, and that's a good 20 years ago. Um, on the piloting station, um, this is probably uh, you can like you can tell numerous things have changed over time. Some of that may be because of the whims of the pilot or the captain or due to necessity. Like you can you can see where there used to be a different sized pilot's chair and they've brought in a different one and that's been bolted in, but it didn't fit over the same bolting. So they patched over where the former bolt holes were because it's a different size base. Um, and the, the control panel is kind of a hodgepodge. Like it's all fine. It all functions, you know, but it'd be like if uh, it'd be like today, if you went in a car and you're like, "Oh, I've got a tachometer from a '68 Chevy, and I've got a speedometer from a '93 Vat, and I've got a stick shift from a Mack truck," and it's just like everything's there and it all works. I love it. It has character. It's definitely yes. It has a lot of character. It has a lot of character. Um, Benjamin, it has a computer. <laughs> um, you 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 can't get it you really can't seem to get it online you know every that gets there right and like everything checks out but for some reason you're having a lot of difficulties getting it online okay well i mean it seems like it's there right need some repairs probably Right, you probably need to spend some time with it. Yeah. It seems finicky, mm. right? P- probably not damaged. Not 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 spinning up though, really. You know, or real limited access, right? It's like a real slow, you know, when you get it up it's like, mm, you you know, you manage to get it right, it's like, man, this is a dog. This thing is just not and this dog don't hunt. This is an old dog that sits by the fireplace. Oh. <clears throat> but they keep your feet warm, so that's the important part. I'm like pack bonding with this shitty ship. <laughs> um, so, during this investigation, I would like you all to decide. Um, we're going to make three rolls on my special created spaceship quirks table um, it is a d66 table so you're gonna need a high and a low and um we're gonna start with three rolls so who would like to make the first roll i'll go all right all right so my high is so it's a six actually it's a 66 Ooh, it could be real good or real bad. I'm excited either way. This is where we get the haunted ship. Um, all right, so... When the airlock creaks. Uh, the- <laughs> all right. Okay. 
That one will show up. Um, somebody else roll. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, no, I love this. Uh, Dave, Secret. you want to go? No, go, go, go. I heard the rattling already. Go. 51. 51. Um, so uh, during during the um, uh, examination, um, one of the things that you all kind of put together is that um, the astrogation system, so this is navigating through space, is really old. Like, it has not been updated in a long time. It is slow. This is one of the slow systems that you've encountered, Benjamin. Um, and you know that you're going to have, um, like, you would have, a, it, would, it would be more difficult to, for example, like, quickly do astrogation to make a jump or to figure out where you're going, right? Um, it has uh, the old, it has the old, like, vaguely racist names for the planets rather than, like, the new, the new ones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Call it Siam. That's right. Yeah, it's like, Siam. Um, yeah, it's, it's a little bit like, um, when uh when we moved back from london and got elspeth's car out of storage and she turned the nav on it it hadn't been updated in years so it was like hey there's a street there now that doesn't show up on your nav system because you actually have to go to the dealership to update it it doesn't Mm -hmm. do it over the wire so it's like that kind of thing like you know you just look at some of the stuff and you're like wow it's really sluggish right and you kind of do a check and you're like yeah, it's that it's There's, that touch screen where you put your finger on it and you move it and then you gotta count to five. Yeah. And then you move. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So um the, well, the nothing a little clairvoyance can't fix, right? Sure. I mean, Ooh. you know, as as long as long as you're not in a hurry, it's probably fine. Right? Um me- uh, mechanically, so uh the, the name of that quirk is wandering in the dark. And oh, no. mechanically, um, you get a you're a neg one DM to an astrogation roll, right? Wow. Again, if you have time, right? That's a thing you can do in Traveler is you can exchange time for die modifiers. So if you're like, oh, oh we got plenty of time, we're going to plan this jump out, we're going to take you know as much time as we need, then it's it's really easy. Where that's going to come into play is if you get yourself in a situation where like you got a like hot nav, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here quick. You know, punching the punching the numbers in the astrogation. Um, it's a negative. All right, uh, somebody else roll. Sam, you want to go? You can go. Okay, go for it. Here we go. Big money, big money. Uh, a thirty-two. Thirty-two. Um, oh, there we go. Uh, you you'll like the Sam. I think especially will like the name of this one. Uh, the name of this quirk is Peace Through Superior Firepower. Yeah. Uh, the ship, you, as you're as you're checking, you're like, "Hey, I don't think." And you kind of look at some specs. You're like, "You know, a, a belly turret is not standard on this Ooh. ship." So the ship is equipped with an extra turret. Cool. So there's nice. there's one that's on top, right? And now that, and then this one has one that's on the bottom as well. I love it. Mm. Um. So. This goes over the course of the day. You're finding this stuff out. Um, and so Ezra says, so, so what do you guys think? I think we need a new nav system. Yeah. Uh, is, it, is it not work? It, it technically works in the way that, like, it does turn on. Okay. Well, I mean, that's not, that's not that bad. 
It's not technically incorrect, like bad, I guess. I'm literally trying to do the mental math on like how I can, if clairvoyance will let us navigate without, because <laughs> technically if I could, I, I mean, I could see where we're going. <laughs> Still hey. don't know how to get there. <laughs> Might be tough to punch that into the computer, but sure. I kind of wish I had tested well in teleportation. Like, <laughs> your clairvoyance is like, what would the final numbers be when the machine <laughs> finally finishes calculating? Right. Yeah, I'm either going to get us to the planet or I'm going to win the lottery again. One of those yeah, two we could do happen. one of those two things. I forgot I won the lottery. <laughs> also, over the week that you guys, that we were on that, sh- we were headed over, we played poker and every time blew one. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> like every single hand or just enough? Um, to, just more, to win. more, just enough to win. All right. Perfect. I'm a little petty. Um, yeah. No. What's that sixty-six do? Oh, you'll uh, find out. Oh, you'll find out. Okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like uh, uh, Sal has already like put some of her stuff in the belly turret and like moved in. <laughs> <laughs> it, like you just her head pops up out of the turret. And she's like, I like it. <laughs> Goes back in. <laughs> Right. I, I I don't like arguing with the weapons happy uh, salamander. Like, I think we have to get the get the ship. I mean, the price is right. Yeah, the price is right. I mean, listen, I think we're taking the ship. Like, yeah, we're gonna get the, take the ship regardless. We came all this way. We're Nothing taking. Nothing seems so bad that I'd be like, oh no. Like, yeah. It, it I mean, makes air. Well, you're. I mean, you're. 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 I hope you're saying you're going to buy the ship, not you're taking the ship. I maybe I was stupid and I just put a lot of trust in you guys. <laughs> I've just now realized this might have been a poor decision on my part. No, listen, listen. If we got out here and this ship didn't work, and you tried to do something like trap us out here or something, then maybe we'd have two ships. The ship <laughs> does turn on. You're okay, the ship, right? Yeah, the ship turns on. We're, we'll buy the ship. Yeah, I decided like three <sighs> days ago we're not going to kill you, so uh, we'll, yeah. we'll buy the ship. Yeah, if Sal was going to if Sal was going to kill you, you would very much already be dead. I that totally believe that. I totally believe that. She's very intimidating. You're very intimidating. I totally believe that. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so, um, okay, great. So he pulls out his data communication calculator pad cappuccino maker and puts the contract together. He's like, great. He signs it. It's set up through, uh, you can see it's through a known reputable bank. Um, it, you know, uh, very much reads like a purchase agreement that you would, I mean, it, it all, it, it, it definitely, for for all the ways that you could examine it, unless someone wants to make some kind of forensics roll to check, <laughs> right? Which you're certainly welcome to do. Um, you know, and he says, like, you know, please go ahead and you know, examine. Like, I, I would say, have your lawyer look at it, but I don't know if any of you are a lawyer. I have no idea. But in any case, it's I'm, a standard purchase contract. It's going to run through this bank, and I, I'm going to read the whole thing. Lister okay. might be a lawyer. I've got a little bit of advocate experience. All right. Blue go ahead and roll again. Uh, 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 plus, uh, probably uh, advocate 
because everything's always plus a stat, which I love. Um, plus um, uh, either int or edu, either one. Well, probably int. Probably int. Your own for education really helps you in this one. Okay. So it's two, three, nine. It's placing her like trinkets on mm-hmm. the dash. So um, yeah, it, this is this very much is a standard form. You know, it okay. is. It, in fact, you're reading it. You're like, oh wow, this is as boilerplate as you could probably make this thing. Cool. Right? All right. He just want. This There's is, no like in the middle of this giant long agreement. It doesn't pop up with like, hey, if you uh, if you're late by one day, then I take everything you ever owned. Right. No. <laughs> and, no. And in fact, it's you know, it's not even with. I mean, he's he's signing as the broker, right? But it's not even with. It's like with him. It's like with the bank. Sure. Right. So it's a, it's standardized. Um, and in fact, the, the purchase that you're making it with, um, grants you like the first month is covered in that. Right. So sure. that gives you, you know, about 60 days until you have to make your first payment and it's got payment cycle. He asked you, do you want to be on the first or the 15th of every, of every cycle? Never the first. All right. 15th. Great. He puts it on there. I mean, unless there's a date you want, I can put in whatever date you want. No, 15th is good. Okay. Great. He puts that in. Um, yep. And it's just, Straight up, legit, actual contract. And so, who are you all? Uh, assuming you're all going to sign. And what if was you're that all payment amount? After the, we figure all our stuff in. Yep, the payment amount is uh, sixty thousand per month. Yes, sixty okay. uh, ship uh, sixty thousand five hundred fifty-eight. Per month, point one three credits per month, that because it's over two hundred and forty payments. It's a forty year contract. That's standard. Mm-hmm. Question: so, um, Since I have lived a life of crime, does it seem reasonable that I would have several aliases? <laughs> um, actually, it's interesting. That's a specific benefit you get. Oh, okay. You have aliases, so you probably just don't tend to sign a lot of legal paperwork. Okay, unless then, you uh, really have to. Yeah. She's fine with her name not being on the paperwork and just like giving her share to one of you guys. Like, okay. I'm super fine with that arrangement as well. If the person who has who whose name is on the contract is not me. So who are you both? Are you both nominating someone? Or nominate Miles. Someone? I, yeah. It sounds like I'm. It sounds like it's me. It sounds like that. I'm. I'm the. I'm the clean name for the uh, for the account here. That's very true. Well, so Benjamin Blue and Sal are going to be like have Miles signed for it. Do you want to have? Are you signing with Miles or is? Um, how do you feel about your name showing up on a ship's registry? No, I think it's a better idea. Like Miles is cool with with running with that. Then sure, sure. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to sign over my two ship shares and yeah, no, fine. Make that huh? happen. I'll be the the technical legal owner, and you know what? It's fine because you know my family does have the deep pockets. So should right. anything go wrong, right? They, and it and really, it probably raises the least suspicion, right? Like it, it yeah. would make sense you'd be able to, yeah, you know, front a ship. Um, okay, great. So everyone assigns their chairs over to Miles. Miles signs the contract. Ezra signs the contract as the broker, and he's like, well. And you've checked and it has fuel. Like, you know, he's not, uh, you don't, you get the impression he's not trying to pull one over on you. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh my God, this is so fantastic. Whenever you get back to human station, like, look me up. We'll have a celebratory drink. This is Sounds great. Great. 
Sounds great. Fantastic. And he will uh, head back to his ship uh, and part. So what do you guys want to do? I want to know what the 66-year-old meant. (laughs) (laughs) We should drive it around the block a few times. Yeah, Yeah, we're definitely going to fly it around the block. Um, Well, wait, before we leave the thing and fly it around the block, uh, what does it take to change the transponder? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, good point. So the way that you would change a transponder um, and probably, uh, I mean, you would know this. Navy folks would know this. Benjamin might know this. Hell, Sal probably knows this. Like, you know, you run in enough circles in your various areas Mm -hmm. of expertise. Um, There's a couple ways you can do it. One, you would actually take a transponder from another ship. Mm -hmm. So you would appear to be another ship, right? Right. Um, It's a bit like changing the plates on a car or or changing the VIN number, right? Um, uh, Or you're going to create one with its own history, Mm. to it right um obviously those come with their separate risks are any of us good otherwise it's going to show up as whatever it shows up as now yeah yeah i I, Mm -hmm. what skill would we use to change them because i would i vote let's change them i vote let's change it Mm -hmm. um uh, that would be uh that would be computers I, mean, I think I, we have someone here. I'm usually pretty good at that, I swear. <laughs> well, you can give it a shot. I also I at least have the skill. I don't have a, a, a number in it, but I at least have the skill in computers. Right. So uh, w- someone can assist if someone wants to be the, you know, if, if for example, if Benjamin wants to do the work and Miles wants to assist. Yeah. yeah do that. So, right. so Miles, if you roll an eight or higher, um, then you add a plus one to Benjamin's okay. roll. Can we take a, like a little extra time? Yes, and you can you can take um, the time which um, lowers the lowers the difficulty. There's a whole there's a whole new way that gets done. Traveler two point oh, okay. Um, which is because if you're aiming, it gives you pluses, right? But when you're mm-hmm. doing a task difficulty, you can take longer. Um, because the tasks are depending on the difficulty of the task, right? So you're yeah. <coughs> trying to actually, you're trying to create a new transponder, right? You're not putting one in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. So that, so that is, um, um, that is, I will say, not quite that much. It's very difficult, which means you need a 12 or higher for mm-hmm. it to happen, right? Okay. Um, so for every, and then for every amount of time you take, time frames. Um, so normally this might take like like four hours to do, right? Mm-hmm. This is like, this is the equivalent to like researching a problem, right? Now, if you want to take um, 1D, times 10 hours you could reduce it from a 12 to a 10 or if you wanted to take 1d days then you could reduce it down to an eight Mm, let's just do the hours i guess yeah i think that's yeah all right so roll a d6 and tell me what that number is times by 10 and that's how many hours it takes oh god did you roll or shall i no go for it Two. 
All right. So it's going to take 20 hours. 20 so hours? four. Okay. Yep. 20 hours yep. um, for you nice. guys to free to do the transponder. Cool. Um, and uh, so Miles, go ahead and roll to assist and let me know if you had an eight or higher. And I just add the computers. That's computers just right. computers. Uh, computers and um, I think this would be computers and uh, int, I think. Computers and intellect? Cool. Yeah. Ooh. Hold on. I do not. I got a seven. Okay. Didn't have any rerolls left over from character gen, did you? <laughs> no. Nope. All right. Um, okay. So Miles doesn't hinder you in any way, but right. Um, All right. A, a, a uh, big benefit. So I feel like before I make this roll, we should have the name discussion. That's true. We should. What because do we wanna... I got to know what to type in. I cannot think of names. I literally have a generator pulled up. <laughs> uh. Like, does anybody have any thoughts or preferences? Um, I mean, we—I mean, we are in a nebula, so maybe the nebula. What's the name of the nebula we're in, Bill? Um. Oh, sure. Uh, it is. Uh, are you going to look it up in your astral? <laughs> in your in your ancient. It'll take 20, 20 hours to. You got, you get, you got twenty hours. So sure, why not? That's true. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, you you check, and it's not. Um, it's not the 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 nebula itself. Um, let me see. Oh my god! Why are my planet and place names tabs empty in my OneNote? Damn you, Bill. <laughs> um, it's we- the uh, it's the Astrades Nebula. The Astrides Nebula. We did talk about calling it the Ursula as well because we were the Ooh. poor, unfortunate. Oh, crew. that's right. Oh yeah, yeah. I, like I do like that. Yeah, let's oh. go for that. Yeah. All right. Oh. We've named it the Ursula. Then I know Excellent. what the paint scheme can be too. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> Purple oh, and yeah. black. <laughs> yeah, Maybe that's pretty edge lords We are. <laughs> All right. Um, Big money, no whammies. Here we go. Here we go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I yeah, I beat ten. <laughs> I got, I got ten on the dice. Okay, great. Yes, and your and pluses plus two plus two plus so fourteen. All right, okay. you have um, you have created a transponder um, where this is registered. You put all the registration data in for miles. It is shows uh, as you know. You you feel very confident that this is going to pack pass muster. You know, in any docking bay you're going to go into, good lord, especially out here, right? Um, mm-hmm. That you now have the uh, the Ursula. I love it! Hooray! So, um, when you put that in, um, a prompt comes up, Dave, mm-hmm. that asks if you would like to assign this as, as if you would also like to assign this as the name. Of the computer. <laughs> yeah. Like sure. This is a sentient shift, isn't it? <laughs> and uh, so you assign the name, and um, throughout the ship, then you hear um, saying, like, all, uh, Ursula online, how can I? 
assist you, Miles. And that's oh, where we'll end for oh. tonight. <laughs> At our I, tech I, level. I still want that computer to, to sound like Pat Carroll, though. <laughs> like, 100%. I'll, I'll work on that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, 66 is, um, which you will we will play through, is Experimental AI. Oh. Uh, the oh, ship boy. has far more than a standard voice command integration. It has evolved a personality. Oh, boy. I got to pack fun with our ship. <laughs> Yay. Um, so the other thing that we'll do is um, if if your intent is to go back to Yuma Station, um, we could end the the evening out in just a couple of minutes with rolling the rest of the quirks for the ship, which you would discover during the week long journey back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the right step, right? I'm still holding out for the haunted ship, too. So, um, so as you, um, yeah, as during the during the course of the trip, um, I'm a little little like, oh, hmm, I'm sorry, I had you to chat with Ursula a bit. Um, We'll. uh, We might do that at the beginning, but let's roll the rest of the, the things with the ship. So we can get mm-hmm. those get those done. Um, you will find out that that uh, Ursula will tell you like, well, I'm though I've been a recent addition to the ship. It has it has quite a history. It's uh, it's quite old. Mm. Good to know. How old is it? Uh, she gives you a manufacture date that's slightly over a hundred years ago. Holy Ooh. crap! It's a good long time. And it's not like ships don't last that long, but. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like, can we even establish that it's still the same ship it was a hundred years ago? Considering, oh no, we're we're apart? we're we're very different. We have our roots, but you know, we're not the same ship that we were then. Oh, uh, yep. You know, ship of Theseus style. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, who... I love that that's in the popular lexicon now. It's very yeah. exciting to me. I mm-hmm. literally have a book behind me that handles that entire that talks about that problem and it makes me very happy. <laughs> yes. Um, so, I'll roll again. Okay. Let's get this on the road here. How many quirks are we rolling for? Total ten. 10 quirks. 34. 34. Um, hmm. So, roll 2d6. Uh-oh. It's exciting when there's a secondary roll. Uh, do I add it together? Yes. Cool. Then it is an 8. Okay. Um, nothing adverse happens. Um, but you notice um, what, during the week ship and after it jumped everything that there, the reactor core... Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't have noticed this on the planet, like you had to jump to see this happen. Has a slight leak. Oh, oh! So not a d- highly discernible amount of rads on this jump, but it definitely probably spikes when you jump. Okay, good to know. That's not great. Uh, <laughs> Gonna yes, have to a, work on that. Yes, that's the a small leak can sink a great ship quirk. Okay. Ah. Um just would someone else like to roll? Dave's got the hat on, he's ready. I'm scared. Like 
every time we roll, works things up into our shit. I know. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't rolled yet. I'll go. All right, you roll. Yes. Let's see. Uh, forty-five. Forty-five. Ah, I have the power. The so ship's like He-Man. The ship's power points are increased by ten percent. So you notice that the ship is slightly more efficient as you're running it during the week and you're doing your diagnostics. It's like, especially you, Miles, looking at the power plant. It's like, oh, hey, we're we're getting a little more power out of this. We can we can uh, get nowhere fast. Uh, So that's five, five more. Fifty-five. Fifty-five. Um. That one will happen at the end of the trip. Next. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> 43. 43. Somebody um, will snake us. I want ghosts. Uh, Super Scoopa. Um, the ship's fuel processor efficiency is increased by 25%. Nice. Um, as you've gone through and looked at that, um, that basically means that you will, um, if you if you use the scoops, right, to get fuel, um, that it processes it more quickly. You have less downtime. Nice. Because um, it does take a certain amount of time to process uh, scoops off of gas giants. Mm. Uh, where are we at? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Three more? Three more. Mm-hmm. I'll go again. All righty. How did I get the exact same number? And roll over. Roll over. We don't want the same numbers. Roll over again. Okay. Uh, 62. 62. Um, roll another... Somebody roll, roll another two dice. The 2d6 and add them together and tell me what you get. Okay. 11. Uh, okay. Um, so, one of the things... You noticed um, when you jumped, right? It's all kind of, it's all kind of like retros and retcons a bit. Um, is that, and this is, and Miles, both you and Blue would have noticed this. There was no spin up time on the jump drive. Ooh, Normally, when no. you're like, I'm going to jump, there's a, like, you've got to like, you know, get a shower, some power, everything. There was no spin up time. Okay. So you went from like, all right, hey, we're going to start jump, and you're usually expecting the lag, and it was like, Nope, you jumped immediately. Right. Yeah, cool. this ship can go nowhere very quickly. Very <laughs> we don't quickly. know where we're going, but by the time we get there, we'll know. Yep. yep. <laughs> All right. Um, yep, another one. Uh, that one is a 21. 21. Uh, <laughs> uh, have you tried turning it off and on again? <laughs> uh, or try, try turning it off and on. Uh, so... Though it's got this, uh, though obviously, like there's been a lot of work done to the jump drive, mm-hmm. right? Um, it also you'll notice like during the trip, you'll you see it, Miles. You see it like kind of bumping in and out of calibration, okay. right? And you're like, oh, this thing is going to be finicky, 
as well. So basically you get a DM neg one to all engineering jump drive checks. So again, if you have to roll to do something to the jump drive, it's harder to do it because it's a, obviously it's been tinkered with a lot. Got it. Um, Experimental jump drive. So let's see. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Um, We talked about something offline that I'll just tell everybody about. I'm going to make sure I'm just going to then uh, as the DM GM referee arbiter of all things um, assign the last number as 61, which is we're not alone because uh, all of you expressed that you wanted a haunted ship. Yay! Yay. So uh, the, 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 yes. So the, uh, we'll start the next session with how that, manifests itself i love that blue's gonna get two imaginary friends are <laughs> <laughs> are you we'll see well one one you guys can talk to <laughs> yeah well and as we adventure i can make us more ghosts <laughs> <laughs> yes you can oh no so uh there we go Ses- session one it's all about getting the ship coming together as a crew um, uh, one bit of, of slight housekeeping. I was going to mention this beginning and I forgot to, um, thanks to people that watched this, uh, afterwards on YouTube in the comments, it was noted a couple of things. One that connections weren't made. I went back and watched the entire thing. Actually we missed one between blue and miles, um, that they went and did that connection at their skills for. The other one I noticed is that as hard as I tried to correctly drive us to character creation, I screwed up and gave Dave an entire extra career run. <laughs> he actually went through five times, not four. So we went back and he and I retconned it and pulled a bunch of stuff out. And then I made him buy a couple of things, the stunner and that kind of stuff. But we, uh, we made it. So it was balanced. Um, I love traveler character gen. And even I, who have been doing it for a long time, <laughs> still run into the problem every now and then where I miss a step. Um, but hopefully that's all done. Thank you for everybody who's been watching. Um, you know, again, this has been session one of Yuma Station, which is our Traveler 2.0 actual play on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Please uh, go to happyjacksrpg.org um, to find out about all the other great things that are happening. Um, check out our calendar. Uh, go and watch previous sessions uh, of our game or any other games that we have. Um, I'd like to pass it around the table one more time uh, for anybody to talk about fun things they're doing um, or stuff they'd like to chat about, promote, discuss, have our, our last little bit out to the crowd. Anybody on any other stuff and the shows? Not recently. Uh, no. You can find me on the Twitters and you can find me at uh, 12 sided stories doing those podcasts. And I think that's it these days. I, yeah. I love your Eversync character, Jay. Oh, thank you. <laughs> He's so much fun. Apgar called the Raven is the best. And that's his full name, Apgar called the Raven. I love it. As I say, I'm not on it right now, but Games We Never Play is doing Call of Cthulhu this month. Uh, mm-hmm. so it'll it there it's a it's they're doing they just we just released character creation and this week has been uh, we just released uh, we'll have released um, the first half of the AP. I cannot remember who's on it right now. I'm so sorry. But um it's a good show, and if you like uh, game reviews, always uh, you can always check out our shows there. So, gamesyouneverplay.com. Or, oh god, I'm tired. 
Jameson's gonna kill me. It's what I'm just is what I'm hearing now. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll throw out one little thing. So, um, in tangentially game related stuff, uh, I decided to explore the world of TikTok. Um, if you go to TikTok, you can find me at Bill Freakin Roper. Um, and I did some sea shanty stuff, and I talk about uh, some gaming things. Um, I put googly eyes on stuff, which is interesting. Um, but lately, I've been spending a lot of time talking about Disney Infinity um, and showing figures on that kind of stuff. So if any of those things are interesting, um, I'm also finding that there are a lot of cool sub like cultures on TikTok. There's just D&D TikTok and different stuff. So um, that's, been, that's been super interesting to do. Um, so thanks, everybody, for watching. Thanks, everyone, for playing. And um, we'll see you all out there. <laughs> Bye. Bye for now. Bye.